I don't care if you've been looking up big titty vampire queen porn all night if you up smash that like button. Welcome to the 300th episode of Black and the Black Times Infinity. I'm your host, the Dulu's Punch. gonna be live and direct from the stack. Smoke me out, fam, with that fake shit. Woo, boy, on my left, we got the oldest ninja in the world, old ninja. You know what? I remember when I turned 300, and uh, it's actually not that bad, so we're actually still in our prime. Just thought you know. <laughs> 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 on my right into there and on the ones or twos, choke me live with threes and fours, Kratos. I feel like we should be fighting Xerxes on this episode because we're 300 finally. Just saying. In the middle, we got uh, your boy Blue. Is an every cast a drunk cast? I'm just saying. Uh, damn. Uh, we got, now we got uh, your boy Stitch. Eight foot tall vampires are something I want to risk my life for. Oh, Ooh, boy, we got a motley crew of fucking guests tonight because we think you're special and you deserve it. And we made it to 300 and you stuck with us. Um, should we introduce some now? Because we got some right on the line right here. Of course. Hell Especially yeah. Especially for people that are live and wondering who are all these people. Hell yeah. Um, so go ahead and unmute yourself when, you, when I uh, call upon you. Um, first, we got from the Something Something Cast podcast, Rob. I'm just here so I don't get fined. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm thankful. Yo, happy 300, guys. You guys are kicking it, and 300 is nothing to sneeze at, so congrats, man, really. Thank Good you. Job. Thank, you. <laughs> Thank you. Appreciate it. Hey, once again, Kronos said you had the best podcast voice like ever, so. He does. <laughs> We're glad to have you on our cast. <laughs> nah, after you do the introductions, I'll tell you a story about that, Ed. <laughs> we got from Freerec, our boy, Matt. I'm happy to be here, even though I am not worthy to be here or to be stepped on by a gigantic vampire. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm happy to be here and honored. Uh, happy 300, guys. This is awesome. Thank you. Thank you, man. Fuck yeah. Uh, and, and we got my boy Gian from the Gian and Daniel Talk Shit podcast. What's up, guys? Happy 300th episode. Uh, to be honest, I don't know why I even got invited to this. I don't even know who the fuck you guys are. But, uh, <laughs> anyways, this is this is great. Congratulations. I, I appreciate the the the, the, uh, the determination and the effort you guys put in on a weekly basis, considering we've been putting out a podcast once every six weeks now for the last six months. So, uh, Godspeed and uh, Prodigy. Get them butt cheeks ready, bro. <laughs> oh, uh, somebody knows about you. They know. Yeah. I'm quivering. Uh, <laughs> I, I think we got every. Uh, no, I'm no, sorry. Uh, set, set up uh, our boy. Yes, we also have Devil Tank on the podcast. He is the guy that does the timestamp. So, Devil Tank, go ahead and make your introduction. Yeah, I'm happy to be here. Happy to be a part of this. Uh, happy to see you guys get drunk tonight. I was already planning on. Uh, I don't even want to tell you how much money I set aside uh, to. Uh, <laughs> Get you guys to get prices first, but set aside a little bit to uh, donate to the the drunk cast. Thank you, oh, thank you. Yeah. All right, so yeah. if y'all are wondering what the drunk cast is all about, uh, this time it's a little bit different. We've obviously done them in the past, but uh, on this episode, you can participate in how much we are inebriated. So if you're watching this live right now and you do a super chat, um, we're gonna start it off at a dollar, and then we're gonna go up from there. So. If somebody donates a dollar, donate a dollar and then tell us who is going to do the shot and then we'll start doing the shots. Uh, or if it's going to be all of us, then you have to multiply it by however many people you want to do. And then as the night goes on, the price will go up because we ain't 
I mean, obviously we're going to get fucked. We might, I don't want to die. So, <laughs> so the, the price will go up per shot. So if you want to get in early, I, donate a dollar. I get that memo. Yeah. <laughs> 300th episode celebrating our dad's tragedy. Yeah. <laughs> if you ain't dying, you ain't trying. Yeah. Oh, fucking yeah. And I've got, yeah, what do you guys got for, uh, what are you guys drinking? Because I, I got some, uh, to shoot first, I got some, some screwball. So oh, I'm probably not the only one. Found it. Yeah. Oh, I got screwball here too. Let me grab my. So if you don't, if you don't know what a screwball is, it's a peanut butter whiskey, and it's probably one of the best one out there. And it's so fucking delicious. I can't remember where they're from. I think they're from California. Mm, uh, it says it on the bottle. Uh, <laughs> I can't. You can't anything. see. It's from. Already? It's from parts unknown. It's from Miraloma, yeah, California. Right. It's Miraloma, California. So SoCal. Okay. Cool. Okay. Uh, for me, I, I bought something fancy. I got me some. God damn. Oh, oh I got some. Let me crack this bad bitch open. Oh, oh shit. Oh, just smells. So this is single oh, malt scotch. I treat myself to this every now and then, but this is this is it right here. This is a fairly expensive bottle, especially on uh, what Wall Street would say the common man's uh, income. So there you go. Good shit. I'm I'm starting. At, uh, damn, I gotta get my stuff. So I'll I'll be back with, with mine. But starting off with the one that Chronos uh, dropped off a, a while ago. It took me a minute. It was in my fridge. The uh, uh, the uh, the president's beer. What was it? The, oh, uh, Pliny for uh, president? president. Oh, it's like yeah, it's past his prime. To it. It's still good, but it's past his prime. <laughs> yeah, it was. T- it's real tasty. Go ahead, and Stitch. And I got some uh, 21st Amendment Heller I Wolf, not Heller Howard. Uh, I guess it is, but it's, it's, it's pomegranate or whatever yeah. I saw it today. So I was like, oh, let me try this, and then I'm going to finish off the rest of this uh, peanut butter whiskey or whatever. <laughs> I am a lightweight, so I will be um, very <laughs> inebriated. <laughs> this is about to be all bad. Yeah, it's kind of cool that 21st Amendment for their Hell and High Water, they, they made a pomegranate, but um, I think like about a month ago, they, they did a uh, not a grapefruit, but they did a, um, I think blood orange, orange is what they did. Yeah. yeah. And it was actually pretty tasty. It's pretty good. They make really great, like, fruit beers. We just got, Not uh, fruity beers, but fruit beers. We just got <laughs> Super Chat. So, Prodigy, you're taking a shot. <laughs> it was five bucks. Right, right now. So, I think right we should have to. Who called about to do the shot? Maha Blurred. Okay. <laughs> yeah, about actually, to say Maha Blurred's already slapped us. He, he put oh, in, he put in five bucks, so you got to take more than one. Because he, he wanted well, just for you. Oh, you, oh, you just drinking beer? You don't got actually yeah, like, alcohol? Yeah, that's what I have. I poured first, but I'll oh. come back. Okay, okay. <laughs> oh man. Uh, let, let's get into it a little bit. Podcast Rob, what, what what was this weirdness that was going on, and and why do you only love? Uh, you have a deep love for Seinfeld, I, I believe, right? Or no? Or is it a hatred? No, no. It's a hatred. <laughs> It's not even a hatred. It's it's Seinfeld to me is like Papa John's pizza. It just it doesn't make sense. I don't get why people like it. If people like it, then great. You know, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna yuck nobody's yum. But we uh, we just did a recent episode about where uh, we just reviewed the last episode of a TV series, and we watched Seinfeld and like I don't get it. <laughs> I, I don't I don't okay. get it either. Um, it's very strange. So. Sorry, another one just came in from Devil Tank. Everybody take a shot. So. <laughs> but yeah, I don't in get... In response to that episode, I wrote a friggin' essay on your Facebook yeah. page. 
yeah, exactly. Matt wrote like a like a four credit dissertation on our Facebook page about it, and then messaged me like, "I'm sure this isn't the response you guys were looking for." Like, look, dude, any response is what we're looking for. We don't care. Holy like in the God. end, though, I I understand why people don't like it. Like, it's one of those shows that you have to watch it, and it's a character driven show. So if you don't like the characters, you're not going to like the show, and it's it's really that that's all it amounts to. You know? I just, even as a comedian, I just never found Jerry Seinfeld funny. So immediately, that was like a closed yeah. door into that whole series. Uh, I just, I just had no investment into it. Jerry uh, Seinfeld is the least important part of Seinfeld. Yeah, I've, so I've that. heard that. I mean, I've seen a couple episodes, but I, I feel like his characters that he surrounds himself were more funny, funny than him. That's why people tune into the show. Well, Everybody was, was all about what's his name? Uh, the guy who got in trouble. The super racist guy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The, apparently, he was the show. Like everybody loved that guy. Can't believe that guy uh, said yeah. the guy said the end with the er at the end. I was like, God damn! <laughs> like, <laughs> there was no misunderstanding what he was saying. <laughs> yeah, Jerry. Jerry's playing the straight man throughout most of the show. Like, but anyway. Uh, well, like for, yeah. for me with Seinfeld, like I can't even think of any like funny lines of his. Like I, I can think of like the soup guy. I can think of like Kramer yeah. saying funny stuff. I had a girl dancing funny. Like I can't think of anything Seinfeld does than open the show stand in front of a brick fucking wall. If you guys can, if you guys can hear that bling, if you hear that bling noise, can you guys hear that when it comes up? I can't hear it. Oh, okay, well I, I can. Hear. So we all gotta do it again. So, so oh, I, I stepped away real quick because so I wanted to clean my shot glass. So anybody, anybody who went to my wedding, uh, my sister-in-law took a picture from my wedding with my Batman shirt on and turned into a shot glass. So I'm gonna be drinking out of this. Oh, I'm yeah. two shots. I'm two shots down. So I know Tank Tank guys had a uh, gave us something. Stitch, yeah, Stitch, and Old Ninja, y'all drinking or what? Yeah, I got. All right, let's take I a shot. Yeah. So, <laughs> Green, for it. what's her name? Green Goddess or whatnot? She doing some cash too. Yeah. So I gotta, I gotta pour me some. Yeah. Pour a little bit of something. Okay. You know, you know what I don't get about uh, Seinfeld is like his. I don't get his observational comedy. He's like, what's the deal with stop signs, motherfucker? You stop. <laughs> like, what's funny about that? Uh, yeah, just uh, he. But he did really create that whole genre of like, or at least make it popular with observational comedy. So I get that. But yeah, I didn't get the show either. I didn't get Friends either. So, oh, yeah, I mean, Seinfeld made most of his money off. I'm sorry, I I was gonna say, did Seinfeld make most of his money off his like stand up or the show is what really banged him into this level of okay, yeah, the show. I mean, like the number one syndicated show, he was, he was, uh, he was, he was making money doing doing stand up, he was making plenty of money. He was like the number one comedian in the country at the time they gave him the show. But what did he make in multiple millions per episode for like the last? four or five years oh no he cl- he he cleaned it up on the show and then with residuals and stuff and then syndication the dudes mm-hmm. they'll never have to work again in his life but there was a time in his in his comedy career where you know he was doing like uh you know like fucking facebook's christmas party you know obviously <laughs> but shit like that where he had paid 10 million dollars to come in and do a 20 minute set and then dip wow. out mm-hmm. dude that, like, that's Jay true. Leto was um, still doing that shit when i worked at um at apple Jerry Seinfeld did a comedy thing for Christmas. Damn. Wow, yeah, that's crazy. Well, you know what's crazy? Even though I don't like him, I didn't like his show, but I really like uh, Comedians in Cars Getting Coffee. Like, a lot of them are really good episodes. Um, yeah. Not all of them, because there's some comedians he has on there that I don't, I don't really like at all. But other ones, like when Dave Chappelle was on there, was really good, and other, other people, too. It's worth checking out. That's it. I think something that really would add to the whole aspect of, like, it's a love it or hate it kind of show 
is the fact that uh, Jerry and uh, Larry David basically took off all the pressure on themselves from the very beginning because the network came to them and said, we wanted a show. They wrote a pilot and the network said, change the pilot. And they said, no. And they said, well, then you can't have the show. And they said, okay, we'll go back to doing comedy. We were fine doing that. And they wanted him to do the show so bad that they were just like, fine, you can let, you can make the show however you want. But from that point on, they had all the leverage because it was just like, if you don't like what we're doing, cancel the show and we'll just go back to doing comedy. We're, we're fine with that. So, so I think that adds a lot because they make no, no mistake about how like the impetus of the show is we're going to make a show about how a comedian comes up with his material, specifically how Jerry comes up with his material. But as they were writing the show, they just decided that it was more fun to just like mimic the conversations they had in diners and stuff like that. So it's like, I mean, it's like a Woody Allen thing. It's like some people like Woody Allen, some people don't. You know, personal issues with him. Well, yeah, Rob, I mean, he, Rob, though. Did, didn't he fuck his like stepdaughter or something like that? I mean, that's a daughter. Yeah, that's a, that's a, a huge gross, character flaw. Yeah. <laughs> hey, uh, Margaret Freeman's up there on my list for that kind of weird shit too. What? What did he do? Uh, he married or he started dating his grand stepdaughter. What the? <laughs> after divorcing the. My, the grandma, something like that. Something. It's weird. Wow, it's right. fucking weird. I mean, technically, it's okay. not. Well, I mean, both are not by blood, but I mean, did he raise the kid? Well, no, it's it's fucking gross all the way around. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's <laughs> yeah. There's no excuse for that. It's like, yep. Podcast Rob, he's still with us, yeah. right? Yes. <laughs> um, sir, uh, I, I wanted to ask you. Um, obviously, not a, not a fan of Seinfeld. We, we've established that quite well. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you have something that you are recommending and loving right this moment from a TV standpoint or movie standpoint? Uh, so uh, there's two TV shows. One that I powered through uh, the first season in about two days, uh, which is Evil on Netflix. If you guys haven't seen that, definitely check it out. Um let me pull up the stats in there real quick. It feels like a a very uh, religious slash supernatural kind of version of X Files. Okay. Um, you basically have a uh, priest who works for the church. Uh, Mike Mike Coulter plays David Acosta. Okay. Uh, Mike Coulter from uh, Luke Cage. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Uh, and he partners up with uh, Katia Herbers, who plays Dr. Krista Bouchard, who is a um, like a psychological uh, evaluator. Um, and they want her perspective as uh, an outside, uh, an outsider, basically looking into religious phenomena like uh, exorcisms and stuff like that. Is this person really possessed? Are they just making it up? Is it some sort of uh, mental associative disorder, or is it actually some sort of uh, you know religious thing that's going on? And it's it's very trippy, and it's it like it feels almost like feels almost like the first Friday the Thirteenth did in the way that there's stuff that goes on sometimes, and you don't know. Are they dreaming it? Is it really happening to them? Are they envisioning it? Is everybody in the room seeing it? It's, it's a, uh, it's kind of blurs the lines between what's happening and what they think is happening. Um, okay. But it, it's a really tight show. So uh, I powered through that in about two, two and a half days. Um, I mean, and then, are out so far. 
your personal favorite uh, prodigy. Uh, I saw episode four of uh, WandaVision this morning. Like, oh, I don't, don't, uh, oh shit. Um, all right, I guess no spoilers. <laughs> no spoilers, but episode four is a game changer, and that's what I told Prodigy. Like, whether you were on the fence about whether you like <laughs> it or not, episode four takes a very, very either hard left or right from the direction that the first couple episodes went, but it is probably the most detailed and instructional episode that has ever come out of the MCU that is not an actual Avengers movie. Mm. I'm looking forward well, to watching. Don't don't spoil it. But hold on. Mind about that show six months ago. Yeah, 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 hold on. Get real quick, gentlemen. Real quick. No, no, no. Hold on. Stop. Stop. Wait. Real quick. Tiger We've all got to take. Wait, wait, wait. We got to take two shots. Yeah, the money's coming yeah. in. So, okay. <laughs> like two back to back. While you guys take your two shots. Now I haven't watched episode four, so I can't. I can't comment on it, but uh, I definitely like uh, like uh, talking shit to Prodigy about it because he he's been waiting for it. He's basically like, if this ain't the best show I ever seen in my goddamn life, I ain't watching the past episodes. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, the Prodigy truth is that it hurt. Yeah, I have, I I have like, known Gian since literally junior high, and I want you to know. He thinks he knows me. He don't know shit, but he thinks he knows me. Uh, he nah. doesn't. Actually, you weren't there at Comic Con with me and Cronus. She does a very good impression of you, by the way. He probably does. <laughs> I, I'm gonna quickly, quickly say this: no spoilers whatsoever. Episode four was uh, easily the best episode of that series. Mm. You know, it's a better episode than the first three. I can, I can say that definitively. Yeah, um, it was definitely it. I love the title because it is exactly, literally, and figuratively what the episode is about. It, it's titled, We Interrupt This Program. So it literally interrupts the narrative of WandaVision to show you kind of what's going on outside of this weirdness. And it, it well, turned out really good. We didn't really get to talk about it last week's episode. So, um, like, Wanda, she had her babies. Wait, she had the babies at the end, right? Yes, yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Wrong goddamn babies, though. Wasn't who I was expecting. <laughs> I'm just saying. Where's Viva? Yeah, they should have came <laughs> out looking like uh, Victor Stone. But also, one of the cool, like, one of the interesting things from last week's episode was that, like, um, the the black guy, the neighbor, like, he almost gave away, like, exactly what's fucking happening. Like, like he was kind of stuck, kind of like the for the previous week when the when the husband was choking and that lady just kept saying, "Stop it, stop it," like. That similar situation yep. happened with uh, the black guy and uh, the girl from, which she's on SNL, right? Like, oh, one's a comedian, right? Yeah, so, yeah. like, you know, he's, like, oh. chopping into a fucking brick with a fucking head trimmer and just, like, oh, we're all, we're all, we're all, and, like, you know, they couldn't say exactly what was happening, but, like, it, it was just interesting to see that dynamic. Like, you know, we, we get a little hints of something's fucking wrong with the goddamn town, and, like, the people know about it, but they can't fucking say anything because either maybe... Wanda's kind of controlling them, or like there's certain shit that's going on. So yeah, it's it's tricky what they're doing. There you go. Yeah, I'm digging the show. Uh, I was gonna watch the latest one tonight, but obviously I'm here. And then yesterday I did uh, the, a podcast on Balance Exchange, so I had no time to watch it. So hopefully I watch it tomorrow. Uh, yeah. Right on. Yeah, it, and that, it's and it was really good. for that today, right? Yes, it premiered uh, it today. today. Yeah, and it's gonna keep premiering every single Friday at uh, noon Pacific time. Actually, we might do it later than noon because when I drop it at noon during a premiere, I can't chat with everybody that's watching it because I'm off dropping my daughter off. So it might be a little bit later, but every Friday it'll drop uh, for the next six weeks. 
So, or that's six or twelve. Oh, good. Go ahead. Go ahead. It's either the next six uh, or twelve. I, I, I forget. Go ahead. Oh, did uh, did anybody else besides me and Prodigy watch uh, Night Stalker? Is anyone seen that? I haven't seen. No. It. Uh, no, it, it's next yeah. on my list. Well, I, I can't watch okay. that stuff at nighttime. Like, and that's something my <laughs> wife would want to watch. Bruh. You know, it's just like I don't like going to bed on a bummer note like that. Like watching fucking, Bruh. fucking sociopaths. But go for you don't it. You want to give your wife ideas? <laughs> I know, bro. I know. Don't watch it late at night. Off. Don't watch it late at night, and don't live in California when you watch it, especially night LA. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I, I had trouble sleeping. It, it is good. I say I say we save that just a little bit, because yeah. I, I wanted to get into something that I think we can all agree on here. Um, so quick, we'll start with, after we'll start watching with... like after watching Zodiac, like that made me scared. Like I used to like going out to like peer like overlook places and like checking out like the city lines and stuff like that. But once I learned about the Zodiac Killer. Every time I'm like, yeah, you know what? We just gonna go home. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh, Jesus Christ! No, no worries. All right, another me, another shot for everybody. Okay. <laughs> let me point. Let me point at uh, Matt from Prewreck. How do you feel about vampire titties? Damn. I mean, <laughs> I mean, I'm jealous because I don't have the system to play it. Mm. Oh, okay. <laughs> I mean, you can play right? What's that? Yeah, it'll be. Um, I think it was on the four. Mm-hmm. No, it's on the five. I thought it was five. Okay. Uh, yeah. Did you see the showcase prodigy? Of course. Oh, hold on. Hold on. Let, let Matt get in here. Go, go ahead. Jesus Christ. Dude. I mean, like, my feelings hey, on big vampire titties, like, I'm for them. <laughs> like, like that's not a that's not an easy like that's not a, a thing I I'm, I'm necessarily falling on the against side of. <laughs> I'm always pull more titties. <laughs> oh, Mr. X is going to join right now, just so everybody knows. Okay. He's uh, I'm inviting him want... in right now. Okay. Do, do you would you like for an eight foot tall vampire big titty queen to step on you though? Do you, do you are you into the step on you mommy aspect of it? Uh, no, no, I'm not. Uh, <laughs> like, like, let me like. As far as I'm concerned, any encounter with a vampire is just about getting eternal life and power, from my perspective. Uh, so I would be like, look, you gotta step on me, just give me eternal life first. <laughs> then you can step on me as long as you want, as often as you want, I don't care. Just keep like your heels away from my heart, and we're good. <laughs> uh, uh, go ahead. Yeah, oh, so... No. Hold on, obviously... I messed that up. <laughs> give me a second. Okay. So Project obviously didn't watch the Resident Evil Showcase, the where the yeah, director of the game literally said this will be available on Microsoft Windows, PlayStation 4, PlayStation 5, Xbox One, and Xbox Series 8 on May 7th, 2021. No. But I thought the game was on the 5 only. I'm, I'm, no, maybe they, I'm tripping. They, yeah, they I watched they the Showcase, and I watched it all. It's an hour long. Dude, they, it is easier for me to buy porns like in my house like if i want to buy a video game unless it's cheap becky's just like why you hate all video games <laughs> all right hold on we have somebody join she is not wrong i've watched some of your youtube streams where you play video games too and it's probably about uh four minutes into any given game before it's just like god damn it god fucking game <laughs> well, is the like... number one thing I hate is just anytime the game takes the control away from me. 
and I and like here's here's the thing. My argument against story in video games is just this: if I don't like the story, but the video game is fun, I can still have a good time. But anytime the story intrudes on that, it's it's taking away my fun. Like if I have to, if I sit there and watch a ten minute cutscene or scroll through dialogue, I don't care about. It. I'm just like ah. I was having fun with the other part of the game, and if this was gone, I just wouldn't care. <laughs> All right, real quick, uh, Mr. Yeah, X. Hey, what's going on? Introduce yourself. Uh, you should not be muted, I think. Or maybe you are. You're muted. There you go. Un unmute. Yeah. Oh, I think you have the oh, wrong mic on. What's going on here? Why can't I hear you? I, I heard him. Well, he's having de technical difficulties. We can tell that he knows a lot about audio with all the bases behind him. He should have this all figured <laughs> out by now. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> Figure out your mic, man. I can see him. It's just a Zoom background. <laughs> yeah. I, I, no, the, the problem is... If you're on your mobile, you can't see everybody. Yeah. I had to expand the screen to be able to see, to pull him in. Yeah. To like 16 people. Or 16, up to so 16. With the, with the the Resident Evil 8 village, like, holy shit, that demo, like, just the, just playing it on the 5 was fucking great. Like, you know, the deep, the cut, the... Attention to detail is crazy, like, you know, the brickwork, and, like, once you go into the, the house, like, the, the gold trim that, like, laces, like, the fucking walls, shit like that, was fucking on point, but, like, there's one part when you're walking down the hallway, and you just see this giant fucking, like, dress on this mannequin, and, like, I played it after people had already started playing and, like, posting up the giant fucking vampire gothic big titty chick, and, like, when I'm walking by there, I'm like, wow, like, holy shit, this chick is gonna be fucking huge, like, her fucking dress is insane, but, like, Resident Evil games have always been fun, like the whole scare factor and the, you know, the, the, the puzzle solving and this and that. I'm, I'm excited about this game. It's been a while since I played Resident Evil game. Podcast Rob, I know it's, I know it's super late for you. Uh, pro vampire titties. Uh, I think, uh, I think once you get titties involved, anything that comes before that is just a descriptor. <laughs> so, I mean, I'm here for it. It's all good. It's a sentence modifier. <laughs> yeah, it's basically all it is. It's just it's just more words to describe the titties. Well, what if it was like so. what if it was like Bob from uh, Fight Club though? Yeah, I mean he had big titties. I'm just saying. <laughs> he did. Oh, oh, man. Really did. Every, everybody's got what they're into. You know, I don't hate. You know, it's all good. People like what they like. I love how the cosplay community was like. They're up on their yeah. shit. Like there's like at least like ten posts that was like that same day of somebody dressed up as a big titty golf girl. Listen, listen. I, as someone who is, hey, now I can see Mr. X. Um, can you hear me? Can I can hear you. There too, we go. Now we can. Hear you with all, all your faces. Right, there we go. I got. Welcome, back. welcome. All right, introduce yourself, welcome. man. How you been? Yeah, go ahead. Good. Uh, are we using names or Mr. X or whatever? Yeah, Mr. X. I mean, it yeah, says Mr. your X. name on here, but it's just on a live stream. But you, everybody knows it's Mr. X on the podcast, so. Okay. So, yeah, Mr. X, that's me. It's been a while, guys. <laughs> yeah. This is this is the longest. Been a while. This is the longest time I haven't seen this dude in real life since I met him. This is quite, quite strange. Yeah, we we just try to kill each other on a weekly basis. Since... Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we haven't choked each other in uh, probably almost a year now. Yeah, it's been um, almost a year. What? <laughs> <laughs> We're into some real freaky yeah. shit, y'all. I'm just saying. <laughs> Big kitty golf shake choking each other. Where are we going, guys? Where are we going? <laughs> Damn. A few more drinks in and... <laughs> there you go. Uh, actually, Look. I think we're a couple drinks behind because Green Goddess has donated quite a bit so far. Oh, yeah, I'll take another one. Right, 16, go. so go again. 
This is a uh, yeah. quickly devolving. So I, I want to. I don't know if you guys <laughs> got this. Thank you. Go ahead, DM. I, I don't know if you guys talked about this already, but how do you guys feel about the what Japan is doing with all the cosplay? Uh, I'm guessing making money off of using uh, someone else's existing property thing. We haven't oh. talked about it. We haven't talked about it. And I saw that it was something that uh, Japan was considering. Um, and obviously it sent chills through the whole international cosplay community. This is you it's gonna go be to... almost impossible to control. How do you control you what to... someone wears? Yeah, you wanna go into details about that? Because this is kind of new to well, me. I, I, so I, 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 don't, I don't think it was anti-cosplay. It was like, uh, you, you guys know a lot. I, I know you guys follow them on Instagram, but like some of these cosplay models that'll sell pictures, like dressed up like fucking what's her face dressed up like Psylocke and then she dresses up like Electra and then she sells that picture online to people mm. so like her using the costume to make money is the issue you getting dressed up and doing whatever is another thing but I think it's a it's a monetizing uh, someone else's uh, IP yeah hold on real, real quick one more, shot, one more shot one more shot one more shot and we answer the question so one more <laughs> somebody just got money in um, but yeah, yeah we're, we're go, five shots. go ahead. <laughs> the, the, the it'll go up in a minute. So the, the, after the next one, it'll go up. <laughs> so I was I was asking who is uh who's saying that they're owed money in this situation? Like I mean, I, I don't know if Marvel's involved, but no, I it's, it's, it's actually the, right now. Right now, it's only happening in Japan. So I'm assuming it has to do with like the okay. anime and uh, manga stuff. Okay. Manga, I don't think yeah. about that. Yeah. <laughs> that's interesting i don't think any of us really know how copyright laws work in other countries but uh that seems really interesting i don't think that would fly here well but, i guess um, that's the that, that's the fear that if something like that happens in japan yeah. that then people would follow like the companies would follow suit here well you know what's interesting there's um there's a youtube channel i follow it's uh b for build and they try to do they they were in the process of of creating eleanor from from gone in 60 seconds and like literally the the producers or the i, I don't think who i think it was paramount they reached out to them and gave them a cease and desist letter and they actually repo they actually took their vehicle like they had the car yeah like they had the right they bought the car and all this stuff and the company came and took the car like they had no repercussions or anything and it was it, they mainly took it away because of copyrighting reasons because eleanor is their property because it's not like an actual car but it's from the actual movie so they took the car it's like yeah that's some fucking shit so this is kind of this kind of, it's, it's kind of similar because you know they're people who are cosplaying they're dressing up as this character to try to make revenue basically so i don't know i, I think it's fucked up to be honest just because, you know, cosplay's been going on for so long and like, you know, what's gonna happen when like Halloween comes around? Like they're gonna be like, Oh yeah. hey, you can't dress up as fucking Batman blue. Like we, we want you to pay me first. Yeah, this ain't gonna work. This ain't gonna work at all. But, I mean, first of all even, even in Japan, they're not gonna be able to lock down this from a monetizing standpoint or from a character standpoint. Don't be so sure uh, because weaves are gonna win. Go ahead. That is an intellectual property thing because it's like all the technically all the cosplayers would have to do is just change one piece of it and then give themselves a fake ass name and just be an approximation of the character you know like the times square elmo and shit <laughs> like like because like those because like those people can get sued for dressing up as characters that they don't own and taking pictures of people like they can be litigated it has happened yeah, i don't think it's about being... yeah it 
just looking at it right here, it, the the main article basically states that cosplay that is not for profit will not infringe on copyright, but submitting photos to membership-based exchange sites such as Instagram and receiving, receiving money for at events may violate copyright infringement. So, it, it's not like you're dressing up on Halloween is gonna is gonna get anybody in trouble, but it's more like if you're posting that stuff to membership sites where people have to pay to see that stuff. More importantly, pay you to see you dressing up as somebody uh you know intellectual property that you don't own they could run afoul of that unless you're fisting your unless you're unless you're fisting your asshole and yes mm, okay so right, like, but if you want to wear a blonde wig and be lana craft i'm a quarter japanese i want my money you only get a third of it send me my money well no this is what's odd Going What's close. odd to me, it's like, just imagine like how far this could go. Like, there's like a lot of uh, like uh, like car pages on Instagram, but people are going to look at the car, not the person. And it's just like, well, can't like, you know, Toyota or Infinity like sue people because they're coming there for the car, not for the person. So this is like gets in like a real fucking crazy gray area. But in the case of like but Eleanor, that's a, that's an intellectual property. Like Eleanor is a custom built car for that movie. Well, no, it, it is. But at the same time, the uh, the car, those are all the parts that you can buy the, all the parts. Like, right. So they yeah. and the and the company doesn't own all the parts. They own the name Eleanor. I think if they if they would have not called yeah. it Eleanor, would have been fine, which is stupid. Owning the name, it's just it's real <laughs> fucking petty. But literally, all the parts that are on that car are commercially available. Yeah, so, I think, I think the kind of trouble with that is if you if you were to take that Eleanor car, go to like a car show, and then charge money saying "Come see Eleanor." Yeah, when it yeah, is yeah. not Eleanor. I understand that. Then yeah. yeah, then technically, yeah, you're kind of getting money out of false falsely claiming that this is the Eleanor from the Fast and Furious. I'm not I'm going to say the second movie. Yeah, yeah so, <laughs> so I, I guess that part. I guess maybe, but yeah, it just seems like a big ass Pandora's box. If you could do with YouTube, I mean, the people were making profit from the view count. So, I mean, technically they are making profit off of using the name Eleanor. So that could also fall into that category. Was that Rob or was that uh, Matt? No, it was John. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, uh, Who are you again? You know, yeah. Uh. <laughs> You haven't got a face. Oh a what the fuck is wrong with you? I'm just that red G. That's <laughs> Are you Warren G? <laughs> Regulator, mount up. My father was killed by a red G. <laughs> Go ahead, G. My dad with a giant G, and I'm a little G. <laughs> Go ahead, you know, his G. son plays at USC. I think he actually just entered the draft, but that's <laughs> That's another. That's another story. Um, you couldn't I mean, wait to say you, you went to USC. That's like you were just waiting for the fucking thing. Are you a vegan too? Was, do you do CrossFit? A, well, <laughs> I, I, yes, exactly. I am. That's why I'm fat as fuck right now. Um, <laughs> that all carb diet. Um, no, I was saying like there's, there's there's ways around it. I mean, especially coming from Japan, like anybody collects Transformers. There's like 75 different third party Transformer companies, and they just it looks exactly like a transformer they just change the name and call it you know like morphing mustang you know something stupid <laughs> like that but, but people know and, and they're actually they're more expensive than the, the transformers that hasbro puts out to, to, to car yeah but can you stuff. imagine can you imagine trying to litigate a giant transforming robot case in japan 
Japanese person owns the rights to giant transforming robots. This this is fair with Macross and Robotech and yeah, yeah. I, I that I that I get. Fair enough. I remember Touché. having like a watch. I remember having a watch from that I got from the flea market that transformed into a little robot. Oh yeah, I remember that. What, what, oh, one one quick sec. Uh, Podcast Rob, I know it's late, and I think you're you're, you're bouncing out on us. I wanted to get you in here for one one last chance. Do you, you want to do a kind of a, a, a you know kind of a promo? Are you still with us? Or is he yeah, yeah, I'm still, still here. here. Okay. Yeah, I can see. Yeah, I mean, uh, uh, bump up, bump up the obviously the awesome something something cast a little bit, or, or you have something you want to promote real quick. Uh, anybody watching, you can go somethingcast.com. We have a new improved website that we redid for 2021. Uh, you can find all the links to our website and all of our uh, like T public and, and stuff uh, on that website. Follow us on Twitter, Facebook, uh, all the podcast catchers. Uh, but. I, while I thank you for that, for giving me that opportunity, this isn't about us. When we first came into this podcast scene, we were very, very small potatoes. We were basically doing it for friends who listened. When we started branching out into social media, uh, Blacker Than Black Times Infinity was one of the first podcasts that we became kind of pod friends and pod fam with. We've yep. been doing this for eight and a half years, and you guys are right up there on the short list of people that we met first coming into this. And if it wasn't for interacting with people like you and your awesome show and the support that you guys give us on Facebook and Twitter and all that stuff, I don't know that this is something that we'd still be doing. So you, you guys are hitting 300. Thank you so much for your support. You guys are awesome. I'm looking forward to another 300 out of you guys. Uh, as far as the voice thing goes real quick, I want to get this quick story. A couple years ago, we had the absolute honor to interview uh, Ralph Garman who oh. does a podcast with Kevin Smith. Uh, he was host on some TV shows, uh, radio DJ, comedian and stuff. And the whole thing happened because somebody on Twitter said, if you had the opportunity to interview one celebrity, who would it be? And I immediately answered back, no doubt, Ralph Garman. And when it comes to the whole podcast voice thing, Kronos, I'm going to tell you the same thing that he told us in response to that tweet aim higher Ooh. all right so as okay. a, as much as i respect the you know the, the podcast voice thing dude please don't aim higher <laughs> you guys are than this when it comes to podcasting and i couldn't be prouder and happier to be part of this thank you guys so much for asking me to be here um oh, i do have to get going i'm gonna be up in like five and a half hours for work but keep drinking keep being awesome looking forward to another 300 guys love you guys yeah, better man Thanks for Thanks for joining us. Big Vampire Queens. Oh, yeah. Big Vampire Queens. There we Absolutely, go. Absolutely, guys. Take care. For podcast, Rob's life. I mean, this is this is all emotional shit. I'm getting like. Yeah, I know, right? I need to go. I need to go eat a piece of raw meat or something like that. Change your tampon, and we'll you know we'll keep continuing. I just want to know. Did he say any shit for the roasting cast that we did? Like a like I think it was episode 200 or one. I feel like I think they might have. I think he did. And he also and he also along with pre recorded live, they did a really cool intros for us uh, back in the day, yes. which we might bring back. But the problem is, is that you know, with the whole live stream thing, it's like hard to do. Actually, fuck it, I could do it on the audio. Like, I bring back them doing like the because I saw the audio of like other oh, podcasts, yeah. like doing our intros, like they're really interesting, they're really cool. Yeah, they're funny, yeah. Mr. Yeah. Mr. X. I got a question for you. I don't know oh, if you here uh, we go. 
How many how many shares of GameStop have you have you bought? This week? <laughs> oh. Oh. Zero. Oh. Hold on, so I'm I'm gonna pull him into the conversation because he said nothing since his intro. Um, Devil Tank, you're actual you're an actual financial advisor. I'm pretty sure, right? That's what oh, you do sure? now. Yeah. Yeah. So, what are your thoughts yeah. on the GameStop situation? Because we oh, nice. obviously we talked about it on fucking Facebook, but give us your honest thoughts on the whole this whole situation. I think it's hilarious. So, I mean, my honest thoughts are just that, I mean, it, it's just kind of gotten, gone crazy. I mean, we've been watching it for a while. Like, I've been going crazy on, um, with Tesla for a while. Like, uh, not, I can't really say anything. There's a certain platform that I, I can trade on that, uh, I don't, I have to trade on because I work for them, but they saved me thousands of dollars because it took me so long to get, uh, I wanted a short Tesla when it was at 800 pre split. Um, uh, but I couldn't get my money in time. And then Tesla just took off, and then now the Tesla's oh, damn. To the I can't You'd have been fucked. touch it because uh, it's just it's a scary stock. So when we seen GameStop up 80%, I was doing everything I could to buy a put, um, which is shorting the stock basically, but it's an option. Um, but it's it was just so expensive because options work off of volatility, and so if volatility is high, uh, the option becomes more expensive. And uh, GameStop was just absolutely crazy. And so we're watching it on the first day and we were trying to figure out what was going on. Why is this happening? Uh, we were trying to profit off of it, but then it just got to the point where it was just too scary to touch. And we kind of have to wait until it kind of mellows out. Once it like, once you start seeing uh, the volume start to go down where people are done buying their they're, they've stopped pumping the stock up is when the time you'll see a lot of traders come in and start trading it again. And right now, uh, as far as valuation concerns, as far as how much the company should be worth yeah. versus the value of it, I mean, it's so overpriced that you're going to see people either shorting it straight out or buying put options. Like for me, I would buy options. Options is the only way that I would ever play this because your losses are um, fixed. So whatever you bought the uh, option for is the most amount of money that you're going to lose, but you can gain everything if it does what you want it to do. Yeah, I, I think at this yeah. point, the whole GameStop thing, it's its not even like usually when you talk about you know stocks, you, you talk about making some sort of profit. That's the goal, right? Is to make profits. But at this point, it's just basically, to me, it's like, it's a fucking movement. So people are just, they're adding in this stock just to like, just to screw over these hedge fund people that were shorting the stock. And then like, there are people that are, that were on there. It's like, listen, I'm not selling this stock until it's a thousand. If it's a thousand, but at that point, like the, the damage is way been done. Like there's like, right. I, I read a, a article today that um, it's already costing as of today, $70 billion in losses for all of the companies and investment firms or whatever that um shorted gamestop and i was just like dude and the fact that this could be potentially infinite um is crazy to me i'm just like i i didn't i had to like actually watch a couple videos on like what shorting a stock is C can you explain that a little bit for, for everybody's listening because i think most people don't understand what the fuck I, I understand what it is now but can you explain it yeah so when you short a stock what you're doing is borrowing the stock from somebody who owns it so when you 
when you buy a stock, when you buy it, you're gonna buy it in what's called street name, which means your name is not on the stock certificates. The stock certificate names are in the broker that you go with. So if you are going through Robinhood or whoever, the stock that you buy is gonna be in Robinhood's name. So they have a bunch of stock, everybody who owns it in one pile. So if you wanna short it, you're just borrowing from that pile. So in your bank account or your brokerage account, you're gonna have a negative balance. So if you want to short, say $2,000, your bank account is gonna say negative $2,000 for stock value, but you're gonna have $2,000 in your account. For margin purposes, that's gonna equal 100% because you have a negative 2,000, but you have $2,000, which you got from selling or shorting the stock. Now, the problem is, is when you bought it, you shorted GameStop at $10 and you got $2,000. Well, now that GameStop is at like 300, that $10 stock is now $300 which means you're in that negative, like, freaking 300,000. I don't know how much yeah. my head, But you're at a negative a whole lot of money. So what happens is, is that the brokerage account won't let you get to negative, ridiculous amounts of money. So if we're working with $10,000, you can get to about $30,000, negative $30,000 with a $10,000 investment. At that point in time, you're gonna get hit what's called a margin call, which means you are too negative for how much cash you have in your account. So you have two choices. Either A, you can put in money like immediately to cover the margin call, or the company will uh, buy the shares for you to cover it. It has to happen. It's a federal like uh, FINRA rule. Where they wouldn't have C to buy to cover. Sorry, wouldn't C be they break your ankles or your kneecaps? <laughs> <laughs> it's worse than that, actually. <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. Keep going, man. Keep going. Yeah, normally, they just. Sell. But I remember the stock market people, they jump out the windows, right? They don't really do the whole <laughs> breaking of the arm. They just normally go to the highest floor and then hop out the window. I mean, but they, they you have, have to be somewhat of a sophisticated investor in order to be able to. Uh, trade on margin otherwise you'll have uh, higher restrictions so that you don't you're not a person who can't afford the losses uh, because in order for you to trade on margin or to short a stock you have to have a certain amount of uh, cash available to cover otherwise they're just going to cover for you once you get to a certain amount of losses and that's basically where the short squeeze comes in is that you have a whole bunch of people hitting margin calls and what the margin call does is force everybody to buy to cover their margin and so that's where the infinite loss comes that's in exactly what the situation yeah right? yeah and that's the losses you lock in the losses and it's also this has been go ahead go ahead I was gonna say, this has been all this has been all over the news uh this has been the the, the, the one thing that everybody's been talking about the past 48 hours so i really appreciate the breakdown no no, no. so what, what are you talking about wants to know obviously what you talked about is 100 true but also other things that they hold on hold on to the stock for basically like too long they have to end up covering dividend costs which i looked up i was just like so if because gamestop has, has dividends 
So if they hold the stock on to like when GameStop pays dividends, they have to pay those dividends out. I was just like, what the fuck? As an individual person or, you know, whatever investor happens to have hold that stock um, because they're basically holding all that debt. And so if they, the price keeps going up and up and up. It's just going to be more and more debt. And yeah, I, I didn't understand how something could be an infinite loss until like I, I looked into it. I was like, dude, but usually shorting a stock is everybody understands it's risky and nobody. I think this is maybe the first time. I mean, Devil Tank, you could probably talk about this more than I can, but this is the first time that I know of that somebody that was shorting a stock that the price went up this significantly in this short amount of time. So normally this doesn't happen. Yeah, I've never seen this happen. I've mm-hmm. never, ever, ever, ever seen this happen, especially with a company like GameStop. <laughs> and I'm not trying to bag on GameStop. I'm not trying to say anything about them. Not a thought. But what I will say is, <laughs> I mean... To me, they look like Blockbuster before yeah. uh, mm-hmm. Netflix completely took over. So yeah. um, it's one of those things where people kind of see the writing on the wall that I don't know if they're going to make it long term unless they start changing drastically their uh, business model. Well, I mean, and they have a they have a new CEO that's supposed to like change around the business model and stuff like that. But at this point, it's like to me, it's a failing business, and so this is all just cool. like a it's like a really strange point in history. But I think that this is, might be a precursor to what could happen in the future for like other stocks, and I think it's gonna it's gonna make people more hesitant to short stocks and like to really pay attention because these are all publicly known things. Like a lot of go ahead, go ahead. All all all, all brick and mortar, all brick and mortar retail has had trouble, especially. Then this is pre-pandemic for for GameStop. Like yeah, they they've been in trouble. They've closed a shit ton of stores, and literally, we as gamers know this. Uh, we all thought uh, that GameStop was hanging on by a thread before the launch of the new consoles, and maybe that would help them linger on, like drag into the, the new year a little bit. But the reason why you didn't want to keep even GameStop gift certificates is because we didn't know when they were going to go completely out of business. You know, funny thing about GameStop, as, as someone that's uh, got an online action figure store, uh, I've noticed they they've switched. They focused a lot into memorabilia and mm-hmm. toys, and like trying to fill the gap that uh, that Toys R Us left once they went out of business. It's kind of smart. Uh, yeah. So so that's definitely. I, I mean, I'm not saying that's going to save them, but it's definitely like like I, I actually started my business by buying a ton of shit off of clearance from GameStop. You know, and they were doing like when the pandemic hit, they were they were just dropping these just dumb sales where it was like spend a hundred dollars, get thirty dollars off. So you would do like one, you know, I'd buy a hundred dollars worth of stuff for 70 bucks and just keep on doing different purchases, getting 30 bucks off to clear out their stock. And they kind of got after like a week or two, they caught wind of what people were doing. But um, it's definitely like now GameStop is a place where any any like toy hunter or uh, reseller hits immediately. So, you know, who knows? Who knows? Like maybe, I don't know that like how much it's changed now. And, you know, obviously with everything that's going on with the stock manipulation thing, I mean, I, I, I can't speak on it all. I'm actually uh, kind of pissed off at my nephew. My nephew went and fucking bought some of the stock like two weeks ago and didn't say shit to me about it. <laughs> um, you, there? you know, <laughs> yeah. And then my brother tells me, yeah, yeah, he, he, you know, he, he bought like three or four stocks when they're like, 15 bucks a pop and 
Like, why the fuck was I informed of this? But anyways. <laughs> yeah. No, it's all, it's, that's a good point. That's a good point, Lowercase G. I'm glad you said that. You're a vulture, basically. <laughs> it's all good, Lowercase G. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, I, I, there, are there people who basically became millionaires with all this shit that's happening? Overnight. Literally overnight. People become millionaires. To me, what's been captivating is just... Like, I mean, I took super, super basic economics back in high school, but this has forced almost everybody to open up some econ books and uh, study like Wall Street and trading all of a sudden in the last couple of days. Now everybody's an expert, I guess. But um, what's been weird to me is like, if I remember correctly, it's head funds. Uh, I guess a uh, devil tank can answer this the best has hedge fund firms been around for very long i feel like they're relatively new within the last like 20 years or something or they've been around from like the 80s or longer because what a hedge fund is the only difference between a hedge fund and a mutual fund because you've heard of a mutual fund right yeah. oh yeah mm -hmm. so the yeah. only real difference is that a hedge fund can do whatever the hell it wants to do and the hedge portion is that they can buy uh, they could buy puts, they can buy hedges, like downside hedges um, to prevent losses. So what you really want a hedge fund for is um, to prevent uh, like 2008. Anytime we have like a major downturn, you your downturn is not going to be as much as other people's because your strategies are hedging against downside turns. So a mutual fund just has straight up investments. So a mutual fund is just going to be you're all long, long on everything unless you have a specific uh, strategy within your uh, mutual fund. But a hedge fund is allowed to do anything. And usually hedge funds are restricted to uh, bigger investors like $100,000, million dollar investors. They will pay somebody, a money manager, to basically manage their money and they can just do whatever they want with it. They can have any type of strategy they want. That's the difference. Yeah, well, so it's, like it's funny places, to me. Right? Yeah, kind of. There being a couple of bookies, as they say. I mean, you're, as people keep um, comparing the stock market to like a casino, I mean, you're taking a risk by basically betting on a stock, basically. And uh, what's interesting to me, there's this Dr. Michael Burry, uh, he was a hedge fund investor. He made millions shorting subprime mortgages back in 2008. And he was buying the GameStop stock when it had dropped between $2 and $4.20 a share. He spent $15 million in shares. When it skyrocketed up, he ended up only making, uh, I think, $1.7 because he had to call a bunch of people to get, you know, to basically buy back. Uh, and pay back his broker and whatnot. So he lost 14 million roughly. And this guy's trying to like almost call foul. Like uh, the public shouldn't be able to do this. This no, is some kind of scam. He didn't lose it. No, he didn't lose it. I was just like, dude, these are, this is literally a publicly traded company. There was no, they're not part of an organization. These are individuals that got together and decided, decided to buy stock. And these people that are hedge fund managers or hedge fund investors are like saying that this should not be allowed. This could potentially be illegal. And they're crying foul because they're losing billions of dollars. Billions with a B. Honestly, fuck those people. I mean, 
they uh, they took a risk. It, it's a risk. I mean, everybody knows this shit. Yeah. Especially yes. these these yes. investors all know this shit too. You took a risk, especially when you do shorting a stock. Um, there's a whole bunch of uh, penalties that are incurred if you short a stock. Holy shit, Blue's yeah. got tequila. Um, but yeah, <laughs> like I think that the the main problem was is that usually when you short a stock, th- there is risk, but it usually is not that extreme. All right, usually you have time to. You got time to pull out, like when you're fucking a, <laughs> when you're fucking a hooker. When you're like, I'm just kidding, don't fuck a hooker. But um, yeah. <laughs> At least but not that, raw. Usually you have time to pull out. What the fuck? And, <laughs> and you know, but these people have been fleecing America for like the longest time, and then for for them to get mad that the common person got over on them using the the same rules that they are using to basically fuck. fleece part of America, I don't give a single solitary fuck. Like my money's in the stock mm-hmm. market too. But I'm not fucking shorting stocks. I'm, I'm not putting that much money in to um, accelerate the failing of a company. Like, I'm just, I'm not going to do that. And, that, and that's what they did. Oh, yeah. And they got caught. And that's what's happening now. And so now they're fucking stuck. Yeah. They're, they are stuck because... Go ahead. Go ahead, Go ahead No, I was going to say, like, the last, the, literally, the, literally the last year, I feel like, you know, have been an educational experience for everybody like a life educational experience because like with politics with politics you know we saw what trump were fucking doing was like this and that and like you know people were researching and like oh you like this is how the whole government works stuff like that and now this is like okay this is what this is, this is basically how stocks work like you know we have these traders doing all this shit beforehand and they were kind of get away with it but now like what the public can do is kind of the similar thing like they, they're kind of getting pissed about it so it's literally a live action learning experience that we're going through right now. All oh, yeah. I want to know is where's my Wolf of Wall Street lines of coke, lines of uh, hookers coming through, and then you know Matthew McConaughey doing that chest pounding thing. I want to see all of that cool stuff from Wolf of Wall. You got to go to Oregon, man. Is gotta... people doing that right now? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. There's people. That, there's people that are they probably liquidated half their stock and was like, oh, it's time for hookers and gin now. Even <laughs> even with this whole like. GameStop debacle. There's still people that are brokers and investors that are making a shitload of money off of this shit. Of course, right now, oh, yeah. like the, the, there's money to be made on both sides. Just like the losers that that have lost in this, they're they're incurring incredible losses, but there's also incredible wealth to be made off of this. And I think that's the other side of the story. But you know, the media is trying to make it seem like it's, it's something that it's not. It's just like, listen, you took. I, I don't give a single solitary fuck if somebody plays, uh, you know poker and loses a you know five million dollars i don't care yeah. you you gambled your money <laughs> like you knew what you were doing yeah. so yep can make two points go ahead, go ahead. Yeah. okay yeah. so i agree with everything that you said i agree but there are still certain rules that have to be played that have to be followed so the one crying foul portion i can explain is if if one of you guys wanted to invest a million dollars say that you wanted to buy a million dollars into let's say say GameStop I know that you want to buy a million dollars I cannot go and buy GameStop before I put in your trade right matter of fact I can't do anything on that day if I know that you are going to do this huge trade because it's going to push up the market for that uh, stock so I there's certain things that you cannot do so for a whole bunch of people to collectively come together and say we're all going to buy this one stock is where the market manipulation problem comes together. And I understand your FM, uh, 
attitude about it. But nobody's really trying to screw over one particular company. They just see money. It's just a mm -hmm. money trade. Like right now, for me with Tesla, it's not like I have a personal vendetta against Tesla. But right now, it's the fifth largest company in the entire world. Which they shouldn't be, yeah. <laughs> and it made like a couple million dollars, like $25 million of profit last year. Which is nothing to sneeze at, but it's not the fifth largest company in the world. So all I see is dollar signs on my wanting to short it or buy puts against it. And yep. that's all really people, any, anybody sees, like especially when they see GameStop, they're just like, holy moly, they have this company that looks like it's going to go bust. And it may not go bust. You have like Sprint. Sprint was like a $4 share um, 10 years ago where it was on the verge of dying and you had people shorten it just because they thought it was just going to die and it stuck around and kind of kept coming around and people lost their butts on uh, the short of on Sprint but it it wasn't a collective everybody all together it's like that whole, whole poker analogy that you're talking about that's the entire table like, you know what? <laughs> yeah. we're going to screw this one guy over here in the corner because he's been winning well, okay, so the, the thing is, uh, that's really good that you said that. I'm, I'm glad that you said that. But from what I understood, you can correct her if I'm wrong. I might be incorrect. But it wasn't just one person that did this. It was a, it was a group of people um, in hedge funds that collectively got together and were like, hey, we're going to devalue this company by buying all these you know, short stocks. And that's going to drive down the actual cost of the company. And then we're going to pull it. We're going to basically um, make a profit off of this because we're all doing it at the same time. And then so we get the reverse side of that where other people that got got wind of that and they're like, hey, fuck that. We're going to do the same thing on the opposite end. So. I'm not saying that it doesn't happen, but I highly doubt it. One, because it's illegal to do. But two, is this a trick? I mean, you guys all see it. You guys can all look at it and say, okay, what are some things, especially if you're playing con contrarian. If you're a contrarian investor, which means you look at companies that are overvalued that you think that have gone way too far and they're going to go down. So your investment strategy is to bet against stocks or bet against companies. That is probably just a company that came up as a company that's in a dying industry. And they just it, 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 yeah, kind it, of all got into it. It is. Go ahead, Prodigy. You're trying to talk. Well, uh, I, I, I was actually going to, embarrassingly, I was actually going to ask him, would you buy Godzilla or King Kong? <laughs> this That's fucking guy. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I just need to know. I need to know if you're a monkey supporter or if you're on Team King Kong Godzilla King, King Lizard. That's what I want to know. Are you are you short selling that? Uh, I, I wanted to your, go to uh, that. Yeah. I see your Facebook post. I'm a King Kong guy. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> over Godzilla? Oh come on! I want to see King Kong. I want to see that gif of him uh, messing with the jaw. He's like, okay. with the, the dinosaur jaw. Yeah. I mean, that's what I think is going to happen. He's got weapons. Music. I'm just saying, he's got, because monkeys use I tools. Need, I need an explanation because there was nobody on this podcast that was more Team Harambe than yes. Prodigy. <laughs> and he completely has said, fuck all primate, even your alpha primate. And y'all ain't shit to this reptile or whatever. Mm -hmm. So I need I need to understand when 
the flip mode happened yes. and you yes. decided to come to reality yes. and decide get on my boat that monkeys ain't shit. Yeah, let me, oh, let God me, damn. Let me, let me oh, you you guys, I, just, I just want to make a comment. You guys have 300 episodes and I know, Stitch, you've only been a part of like 50 of them. Um, <laughs> yeah, that, that being said, you already know nobody waffles on your show more than Prodigy does. So oh, why are you surprised whatsoever? Damn. I have, to, I have to get him on record for flipping, though. I have to have it on tape. Hold up. <laughs> Go ahead. These are two di- these are two different things. Harambe. Hold Wait, hold on. A, a silver, hashtag okay. big shout for Harambe. There you go. Yeah. I was a full supporter of Harambe. He was the silverback angel that that, that tragically got shot down. But Oh no. Is that your new weapon now you don't do jiu-jitsu anymore? Exactly. That's 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 what's <laughs> on the fence. All right, uh we gotta take another shot. Oh wait. Uh it's me and Stitch. All right. Yes, Stitch and Let's go. Yeah. What are we doing? Wait, oh, yeah, wait, real quick. Uh, anybody who's watching live right now, I've had a challenge into the into the chat where right now we're set at eight likes. If we get up to ten, I'm gonna take a shot from this giant fucking Kirkland bottle of fucking tequila. Actually, yeah, yeah. I, so if you guys listen to the podcast, you know that like um, we used to ethnic food night and. Um, there was one night, there was one party where I made um, habanero tequila and oh, I Jesus had a Christ. recipe yeah. and I kind of fucked up. So the recipe said to put habanero peppers inside tequila for like, I think like a day. I left in there for seven fucking days. <laughs> and um, yeah, there was, there, was, there was a lot of people mad at me, but it was undrinkable. I still have that bottle. I still have that bottle and it still has some of that tequila left. So, oh shit, are you serious? Should I, yeah, if, if we get. If, if somebody pays fifteen dollars, I will go and find that bottle and take a <laughs> shot of it. Mm, I can't. Uh, I can't oh, donate to myself. Let me go back. Let me go back to this. Oh wait, if we if we get up to ten likes, I'll take a shot of this tequila that we have here. So okay. just everybody in chat. Well, but how much does it take? Hold on. How much does it take for the habanero tequila? How much money? Blue trying to get. Blue trying to get nope. hemorrhoids. Fifteen dollars. Fifteen dollars. Dang. You trying to shit fire? <laughs> All right. Hold on. Holy fuck. Uh, so, for I'm those just, of okay. you who were here from the beginning, uh, Blue was saying he had uh, a bottle of peanut butter whiskey. If you're watching live, you've seen the progression that his peanut butter whiskey has turned into a mini bar because now he has a bottle of Hennessy, his tequila, a bottle of Bullet. And it looks like Toki in the back. I can't tell what's that back there, but he had he literally uh, yeah, came up with the mini bar and his BMO from Adventure Times. Um, Converse to answer, get back on it. Yeah, to, to answer your question, Stitch. Harambe, you know you know he he holds a special place in my goddamn heart. I have always been a Godzilla guy. Like Go- Go- Godzilla fucks up the entire city of fucking Tokyo. King Kong yeah, can't up. even steal one measly white woman. Can't do it right. Get shot fucking down. This, this King Kong is not radioactive. King Kong is not... He, he doesn't wreck New York. In this fight, particularly, Godzilla all the fucking way. I don't, I don't know how this is even a, a contest. But, so, now, but now Kong is, is the same size as Godzilla, though. Kong got a leveling up that doesn't make any goddamn sense. In the fucking... Uh, the movie from literally, what, four or five years ago? He wasn't this big. He was nowhere near as big as Godzilla. 
So it's it's, you know, they, they've increased his size. They gave him a fucking axe like he's goddamn Ragnarok Thor. <laughs> there you go, Blue. Find that booze. Sense. <laughs> oh goddamn! <laughs> this is all funny, but it goes into my account, so I just hate myself. Godzilla is a nuke. He's a nuclear fucking weapon. <laughs> like he, he, he fucked up San Francisco too. Yes, yeah, so he destroys fucking cities, and you got this fucking monkey coming at him. It doesn't make any fucking sense. You guys are delusional if you think Kong is winning this. Kong, and, and there may be some shenanigans. He's got no, weapons. They, they show in the preview that he has a weapon that can, like, cancel out his nuclear breath. So get out of here with your nonsense. He has a fucking axe to a fight that has an actual breath of fucking... It literally shows... This, this is how you don't pay attention in anything in life. He literally shows how it's canceling out his atomic breath. With he the has weapon, a axe, a melee weapon against a radioactive. And blaster. in the video, it cancels out the atomic breath. So and he still won't. Win, and he still won't win. <laughs> like, oh, okay, okay. We'll see. Probably, I, probably. I can, I can guarantee can Kong, you that. Can can Kong do anything besides get killed with airplanes trying to steal white women? Yes, That's what I wanted. I can guarantee. Well, first of all, in the movie, I can pretty much guarantee you that the actual villain is not King Kong or Godzilla. Probably Mecha Godzilla. That's fine. But that's but Black, I'll, it, Black but, didn't capture Godzilla. Yeah, Black didn't capture Godzilla. But listen, like I, I will give the fact that for some reason, yeah, normally speaking, King Kong versus Godzilla, I'll be like, yeah, Godzilla wins. But King Kong is way bigger in this one for some reason, which they'll have to explain away. And he's got a weapon that is basically fucking magical. So I'm gonna give him some leeway. And you you can keep being <laughs> stupid. So yeah. <laughs> we have to assume in this universe, first of all, that Godzilla is part of the same group of monsters that everyone else is from. Like, because, like, Mothra isn't Godzilla. Ghidorah is a giant dragon thing, but he's still not Godzilla. So it's not like Godzilla is the only type. If there could be a moth one, surely there could be a monkey one. Oh, shit. He sure. Found it. First of all. But... Godzilla and King Kong were the same size since the original, like, kaiju Japanese wrestling match one way back in the day. True. And they have publicly said, if you watch Skull Island, uh, John C. Riley's character talks about how uh, Kong is still growing. They even talk about it in the preview about Kong getting bigger. So they have to make him be the same size as Godzilla for the film, for the effects, which I get. I but... disagree. I think the fight okay. would be more interesting if King Kong was left his original size. Oh, I read, yeah, I read your post about that because like, he would I be think, more harder for uh, Godzilla to hit. Or, or right, the idea that God that King Kong is more mobile and like he's harder to hit because Godzilla's so big and kind of bulky in terms of the way he moves. So if it, and it would be a more interesting fight if it was like King Kong moving around really fast, climbing up Godzilla, death by a thousand cuts kind of strategy. <laughs> While Godzilla is just like wrecking crap all around him, swinging tails and firing off nuclear blasts, like just singeing the monkey's ass on the way around, and I'm, and I mean, still, like you said, it's not neither one of them is going to be the bad guy. Like obviously, with with everything Gamma going on in the pandemic, show up. Well, it's either <laughs> him, it's either that, or get sticky. Hold on, hold on, hold on, get sticky. Go ahead. With, with everything going on in the pandemic, I, I know we are not going to be able to physically be in a movie theater when this happens, but I pray to God I would be in that movie theater when you saw this fight break out. And for some reason, if they gave magical plot armor to Kong where he knocked out <laughs> Godzilla, I would love 
to see your reaction in a public place, flipping the fuck out in a in an entire movie theater, just fucking kicking over chairs and slapping popcorn out of kids' hands. The police would come and lock you up, and I would I would love to see that. It would be worth my price of admission. I would bail you out because I know I, I enjoyed what I saw so fucking much. Dude, you know you know you know what's really gonna happen? This is gonna be fucking Batman versus Superman. It's gonna be them fighting for a little bit, and all of a sudden I got a team up to take out fucking Lex Luthor. Martha, they're like, what, what do you say, Martha? <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> of course. And this is a shame, but it's your 300, so I'll reveal this shame. I, I cried when Mothra died in the last movie. <laughs> Ooh. Like, I, I, I felt it. it. Was kinda... I, I love Mothra. I always have. It was poetic. Yeah. It was poetic. I, mean, I like that scene. Gian, uh, what you got on this? Gian, what you got on this one? Who you got in this fight? Uh, you know, haven't watched the trailer. Ooh. Because uh, I just uh, I just bought a property and I've been fucking working a lot on it. But, uh, you know, uh, I, I was going to go like all Godzilla, you know, because he's a, you know, he's a nuclear bomb, basically. Uh, but, uh, you know, some of you guys are bringing up some interesting points that you you, uh, you picked up from the trailer. So I'm, I'm on I'm a fence rider right now. I don't know. You know, but. Uh, you know, but I, I love that big gorilla though. So you know, I, I'm just you know, my heart's with 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 King Kong in this point. Just think of it like this: think of Godzilla as USD, and think of King Kong as like Oregon State. For, for <laughs> <college>. <laughs> like it, it shouldn't be fucking close like this. <laughs> so real quick, um, so Kronos had challenged me to. So this is the habanero tequila that I made fucking like years ago. Like you can still see like habanero flakes kind of floating in there. And I will say this is probably like two shots. I'll zoom in on you if you drink that. Hold on, give me a second. <laughs> no, so 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 this is this is normal. So this is the Kila Silver, and this is the Kila Silver from South. So you can see like the color difference. Can you guys see that? Like, yeah, it looks. Know, you know yours looks like this. Situation blue is. It that, does. Uh, is that you? Uh, you volunteered to do this, and then when somebody <laughs> paid for it, you went. Oh shit! Like, like you <laughs> yeah. brought it upon yourself. But, but so I did. Uh, I'm looking forward to it. And uh, yeah, tomorrow I want a I want full asshole reports, please. <laughs> did Mr. X jump in on his uh, Godzilla Kong pick? No, he hasn't. Oh, I'm gonna take a quick shot. I can't. I can't support the lizard that killed most of my ancestors. So. <laughs> oh, dear. Oh, blue! Like Jesus Christ! All you guys are talking. <laughs> <laughs> Blue just took his shot and took off running. Shit. I think that's how flames got it coming out of his ass. Oh yeah, I think he just set his chair on fire. Holy shit. He might have just died. <laughs> <laughs> might have been a welfare check on it. Oh, he's alive. He's so fucking hot. <laughs> <laughs> he took that shot, didn't he? Yeah, he did. You missed it. He took off running. He still got more left in there. shooting out of his ass like fucking mortal. I check the rest of that. Oh, It's so fucking spiky. You gotta finish that. Oh, my God. Oh, that was a mistake. Mistakes are made. Oh, my God, dude. 
Right. Pussy. Uh, you, know what, you know what, though, Mr. X? If you watch Godzilla backwards, then he rebuilds Tokyo and Moon walks into the ocean. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, my oh, shit. God. so good. Yeah, but I, I can't wait. I can't wait for the movie. We'll we'll, we'll fucking see. And I guess th this wouldn't this be one of those ones that would be HBO Max uh, yes. and then a, a bullshit ass theater yes. simulcast bullshit. All right, anybody with anybody with Toho knowledge, I want to know like who do you think the ultimate villain monster is going to be that Godzilla and Kong have to fight? Mecha, God Mecha Godzilla. Mm. It's gonna be it's gonna be eleven. <laughs> That'd be actually pretty awesome. That'd be awesome. Nu she's nuclear proliferation is going to be the end. Yeah, she's in the movie. Yeah, because she, she was in the last one. one, right? She's in uh, yeah. Godzilla King of Monsters. Yep. Yeah. So it's um, Mark, uh, what guy's name? Uh, the guy who played. Oh, God. The, uh, the guy who does the voice of Shrek. I can't Jack think right now. Uh, no, Ma no. Mike Myers. Yeah, he's right, right? he's in the other one, right? No, I don't think he's in any of these. Yeah, he's, he, hasn't, he, hasn't, he hasn't had work for a while, man. Ever since uh, <laughs> yeah. the Guru of Love, he, they kind of fell off. He's like, yeah, you're definitely not an Indian, so maybe not do that I again. Thought, <laughs> I thought he did it. I thought he did a um, a Godzilla movie. Are you, are you thinking of Jack Bob? Uh, Matthew, Matthew, Matthew Broderick. Oh, so hold on, we're at, Matthew, we're at uh, uh, we hit a milestone. There, we have the likes that Blue is asking for for a shot, so everybody take a shot. Holy fucking shit. Oh, I'm going to finish off the rest of the That was a free one. Hobbit or tequila. Then you almost died for it. It's actually, it's, it's actually pretty good. Like, it's, it's aged yeah, very we well. Tell. Yeah, it's, 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 it sounded good. Yeah. You literally got up and yeah, ran. Sounds good. Yeah. <laughs> what a great promo you dropped for it. Yeah. Did you die? <laughs> Holy fuck. Did you die? Yeah. I'm going to have to die, but I'm coming back. I don't know if Kronos can clip that like uh, segment where he took the shot and then ran off camera or whatever. That, that oh, I mean, little, like, commercial. That was so. Good. If I remember, I will, but I probably won't because I've been drinking. <laughs> That's crazy. Uh, to answer Matt's question, I, I agree with Kronos. I think Mega Godzilla is going to show up in this one, in some way, shape, or form. Wait, wasn't That's um Wanda? Wanda from WandaVision, she's she was in the last one. Her and Quicksilver, weren't they like dating or something? Or they're like they're married. They're married. That's what it was. Yeah. In the first. Are they in the, in the in Godzilla versus King Kong? Was that really them or totally different actors? No, it was totally different because because they were getting trolled about how they are playing brother and sister like literally that same year I think, and then yeah. the oh, that yeah. summer they're also like a married couple making out. And stuff. It's pretty funny. What was that, man? It's probably going to be Mechagodzilla, but I would absolutely shit if it was like Jet Jaguar or Gamera or something like that. Because it's just like no one knows who they are. And I would just like love it to just have a moment in the movie where everything's getting all dark and grim and like it's all been gritty, like slugfest up to this point. And then someone goes, Thank God, Gamera, he is friend to children. And then a spinning turtle just shows up. Or like some dude goes, I must become Jet Jaguar and touches his chest, then grows really big. I would need a fucking power to show up. Bring me some fucking real deal 60s Japanese Toho shit. That'd be crazy. Back in the day, I thought that was Ultraman 
when he like yes. came in. I totally thought that Ultraman fighting Godzilla. He looked like him. He looked like Ultraman. No, oh, goddamn. <laughs> I'm sure they reused costumes. Oh yeah, I would yeah. probably like Roger Corman up in there where they're just like, get off these sets by Tuesday. We need them to make three more movies by this weekend. Hey, kind of a, a quick fun fact: the, the kill I just drank. It's a um, it's a fresh blue agave. Oh my goodness, <laughs> motherfucker! I, uh, I got a I got a question though. Uh, are, are we? I know we're doing it tonight, and I, I don't want to. I want to save some time for it. But we got golden eggplant like award reveals. To give away tonight, we're we doing promised this the people. Wait, what? We, we promised we the people that would be tonight. Wait, what would be tonight? The actual who, like who promised them? I promised them shit. Yeah, we we did. We said that no. this would be tonight. Mm, I don't I remember that. I don't yeah, hold, hold on. That. We hold on. We have, we an, have, we have hey. an impartial judge, somebody that listens to all the podcasts. Devil Tank. You remember yeah. that? Did we ever say that we we're gonna do the the Golden Age Plan reveals on this podcast? In the July, in the in the January. I mean, you probably uh, said in the January, sometime in like November, December. I, uh, <laughs> I do recall okay. you guys saying you were going to do it on this episode. Oh, well, I'm just fucking kidding. I just pulled that out. Of I was going to say, I, 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 <laughs> I believe that will take more than you. Listen here, little G. Yeah. Big G. So we probably should not do any sort of um, serious talk while we're drinking yeah. for pay. Mm. <laughs> so, I'm okay, just I saying. We were doing the reveal, man. Yeah, I thought we were doing it basically as we normally do, like in early February, literally around the time the Oscars are. So it's not February. So first of all, um, yeah. you know that's next week. Yeah, but mm-hmm. we could definitely do it next week. I have no problem with doing that. But yeah, let's yeah, let's, let's yeah, not yeah, do this episode because I don't want to like slur like and it. fucking sound retarded. Sorry, if you talking about reading shouldn't say retarded. When I'm sober, yeah, it's really bad. When I'm drunk. Maybe yeah. I'm pretty sure that Blue is showing Golden Age Plant if he drinks any more tequila. No, hold on. We should have we should have Blue get drunk and like say really complicated names on the next podcast. <laughs> <laughs> the, the oldest, the oldest old 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 old, old Nick, nigga. Uh, <laughs> so, so yesterday, yesterday there was there was an incident that occurred. And I'm going to set the table and I'm going to let Prodigy tell the story because Prodigy's oh, a great storyteller or whatever. And I, you might have to hit the mute button because somebody's going to interject and try to start blasting his side of the story. But we were playing Call of Duty Modern Warfare and we were up by a large amount. Like a, like if you, if this was like a Super Bowl, it'd be like 28 to 3. The Patriots mm-hmm. were like losing or something to the Atlanta Falcons. And there was an incident that occurred where all of a sudden the team that we were going against had all three control points and we made a collective visualization of what was going on and we're like yo we need to take over said point because we are losing and somebody who was on this podcast was not about the team effort and they were just about individual Vince, (laughs) Vince Carter dunking on the situation prodigy I want you to take it from here and explain what old ninja did on before our victory that we had real quick oh, before before he talks we gotta take another shot because right. devil tank who's on the fucking podcast apparently likes torture so it's all good <laughs> <laughs> here we go and in a couple minutes i have to like actually break the seal so 
Three, Cheers, gentlemen. Goddamn... Oh, I just... <laughs> We're not in sync. <laughs> There's point A, B, and C, goddammit. B is in the middle. <laughs> when you have... When you're losing, and they control all water. three, A, B, and C, you need to take at least one or two of those points. I kept... <laughs> we had B under control, but we uh, we didn't have both C and A. And I said multiple times, maybe like 30 times, <laughs> we all need to take A. Why don't we go for A? There's very few people at A. Old Ninja proceeds to tell us, let's stay at B. Even though we already have B. And I'm, and me and, oh, me and Stitch are pulling out our goddamn hair because we're like, holy shit, do you not understand the math of you only having a third of the, of the sites means you lose. <laughs> we're behind and we're just getting decimated because Old Ninja doesn't understand that two out of three is more than one out of three. He was a complete mole in this situation. Like, I thought he was work working actively against us. Because we were up by like 40 points. And I remember, and I've saved the gameplay and everything. And I rewatched it again today. I was like, yo, I was like, we're up. I, I saw we were up, but I'm like, we don't have any of the points. We need to take over a point. I was like, so they're going to catch up. No, 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 no. Don't worry about it. We got B. And I was like, okay, that's one third of the, the points that we need to take over. So they are going to eventually trickle down our lead and surpass us. I got B. I got the, B. That's all he kept saying was, I got B. The, and, the, and quote we was, said, the quote was, we got 50% because <laughs> we have B. Yes. Old but, Ninja's math skills are the most retarded thing I've ever fucking experienced in my life. If you don't understand that having one third is less than fifty percent by by a huge margin, then I don't I don't understand what, what said, we're even talking about. I said about. on my gameplay, I was like, there are three points, so there is no physical way we can have fifty percent of it, no matter if we have two thirds of it or one third of it. We can't accumulate fifty percent of the points at this point. It's either we're losing points or we're gaining points if there's only three control points. He wasn't trying to hear this. He was just like, I got B. <laughs> we it's don't the need A, we It's got the equivalent B. of this. It's the equivalent of this. It's, it, you know, obviously me and Stitch love basketball, but it's like doing a windmill fucking 360 dunk when your team is down by four points, <laughs> I, I, you know, and you need a fucking three-pointer. And you're just fucking doing these highlight reel dunks, flashy and flexing. And everybody's looking at you like, what the fuck is going well, on with your dumb ass? Just for morale, man. Oh. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, are y'all done? Are y'all done? So now I can Because so, there's so before, your side, my side, oh, no, no, there's a truth. Before Hold on, get a GM. Ninja, I just, I just want to know, like, who was the girl on the opposite team you were simping for? Uh, oh. She wasn't actually online. So, <laughs> yeah. so he's always in too. Yeah, no. So what 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 happened was we were in the process of taking B. So okay, I told I'm them go. I'm on my way to B. I'm I'm gonna go get B. And they're like, no, we need to take A. I'm like, well, we're already behind. In order for us to take catch up, we need to have two points. And that's when I said we have we have half of what we need because we had one yeah. point out of the two that were necessary. But nobody heard that shit. All they heard, like, yeah. oh, there's three points. I'm like, yeah, we need two to at least catch up. We're already behind. In order to get... 
We were winning up until we fell behind, obviously. We were behind well, yeah, at that we point. We had all three points. We lost. <laughs> they had all three points. We needed to take two to at least come back or, or get a draw. So I'm like, well, we have half of that done because we just took B. Everyone else is yelling and screaming. I'm like, dude, what the hell is happening? Like, no, we need to take A. I'm all, yeah, but y'all are dying at A. I mean, if we, we can take at least oh, one oh. more, we've already got halfway through, but apparently that didn't come through. So we, we have Eric, a financial guru, a, 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 a <clears throat> stock guru man, a man of, who understands numbers. Is two out of three bigger than one out of three? I, that's what I want to know. Because maybe maybe I went to a, a special school. <laughs> the short guys. I just I was saying we needed to take two no, out of let, three. I mean, let him answer. Let him answer. <laughs> Yeah, well, I mean, because I shopped at the 99 cent store, I guess you call me somebody about financial. <laughs> <laughs> Let me get my abacus. Hold on. <laughs> I got I got my sundown. Is that wait? Hold on. Is that abacus the one I gave you? I want that back, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> There's no Common Core math in the 1800s. Yeah, old is old. Old is is fucking old. God damn. Yeah. Okay. So uh, they even take our land, they, they don't win. <laughs> That's the principle. principle. God damn it. Okay. Actually, I wanna. I got a quick question. Quick question for Gion. I was gonna ask real quick. Like, oh no, it's lowercase um, G. He doesn't have a name anymore. He's a fucking C. lowercase. <laughs> lowercase G. That's his name. Little G. <laughs> he doesn't have a fucking face. You've you've been obviously <laughs> in inside the uh uh you've been in. In the LA area, in the film industry, for you know quite a while, doing a whole bunch of stuff. Um, I, I wanted to, I guess, just get your take on where we are right now with the fact that you know the pandemic's been going on for a fucking year, and our uh, theaters and quote unquote Hollywood gonna sur- gonna survive, or when do you see things uh, opening back up? I heard Gion. Well, I'm sorry, lowercase G was a film guy in the porn industry. He ha- he has a really good <laughs> skills of the the close up asshole shots. Is what he does. Yeah. Pornhub's still making a lot of money. <laughs> yeah, they do. They have not stopped. Wait, 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 little, little G for your answer. So the Swedes had actually like, what the fuck are you doing? Like, what's going on? Like, how can you keep screaming right out in the room? And I told her that I, I finished the the hopping out of tequila, <laughs> and she was like, "You mean that ten year old bottle of fucking tequila? And you finished that shit?" I'm like, "Yeah." She's like, "What is wrong with you?" Her, her, she's like, "What the fuck's wrong with you?" Just real quick before before we completely forget about it, I'm showing you the score when we had the lead, in 160 <laughs> to 125. We lost the game, 170 to 200. So what the fuck? old ninja is full of shit yeah, with his mouth. How am I full of shit? This, this is this is, this is, yeah, this is you got for a double I see that. He brought receipts. Yeah, what receipt? What does it show? It hey, shows that we, before, I said we had to leave, but they beat us. Fucking shit. With a game performance yeah. like that, you should be playing for Cleveland. Gian, Gian, jump in here. Jump in here. Hold on, hold on. No, no, we'll get you guys playing. We'll get you guys playing. It was Modern Warfare. Gian, okay. go ahead. Yes, sir. Uh, Hollywood ain't going nowhere. Like, productions, productions have never, they stopped for like a couple months there. But come May, June, once they started, once they were able to pay for tests, they they went right back at it. Like I, um, I, I actually acted for the first time in in ten years. I, I was in the 
it was in the Apple commercial, the one of the iPhone, the new iPhone commercial. Ooh. And it was it was full bore. It was like and everything was locked down too. Like they made me take a test three days before the shoot. They made me take a PCR the day of, like one of the fifteen minute tests. Did they swab the inside of your pee pee? Um, no, my asshole. Uh, because according to China, that's more accurate. Um, oh, okay. <laughs> but uh, no, like they, they, they uh, yeah. Once once they realized how much money they were losing, um, yeah, no, they, they're they're right back at it. So everything is is back up and running. Um, the movie theaters that that's a different story, you know. Where and that's something that's going to be interesting going forward. You know, I mean, we've seen success with. With the troll movie, you know, but then Mulan didn't do too well, you know. Because um, of China, yeah. One, you know, say what you will about Wonder Woman. I mean, I don't know how many people like like sub to, to HBO Max because of Wonder Woman, so I can't really, I can't really call that a complete fail per se. Yeah, I know yeah. the numbers on it, but you know, Mulan, Mulan obviously was was a, a fucking was a train wreck, and I don't know what else has come out. But anything else that's come out on demand hasn't seemed to do all that great either. So who knows? I mean, I feel like, I feel like, you know, once everything opens up, people aren't guaranteed to go back to the theater either. You know, they're 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 still gonna be some people are gonna be scared, and other people, as we see, don't give a flying fuck. So they're gonna, you know, they're gonna do whatever. I, I haven't had a good experience in a theater outside of like a festival or some kind of event thing uh, in the last decade, anyway. Like every time I go to just like a like a regular ass movie in the theater, there's always some asshole on their phone, someone talking, some person who's like, yeah. "Who's that guy? What? Where's he from?" I mean, this, this is real. Himself. I mean, yeah. we've been we've been slowly moving towards that that not even slowly like uh, that since since HD TVs came out, since Netflix started doing streaming, you know, right the house. Like, okay, fucking the, the, the only reason why people were going to theaters was to see the big spectacle films. That's why we we started seeing more and more tent films, tent pole films being put out, and less like, you know, mid major type films. So the budgetary, either like super low budget, like horror films, that make tons of money because the profit margins are so are so like huge, um, or the big huge, you know, Marvel, DC, Star Wars, etc. type films. And everything else in between kind of disappeared and gone more to like direct to video, if you haven't noticed. So, I mean, it's already been kind of dying to death. It, it's death. You know, there's there's purists out there, like, you know, like my partner Daniels is Mr. Big Time. Like, oh, Gian, you're gay? Yes. <laughs> I mean, this whole time, I, I thought you guys knew, and now, now, we're, now we're playing games. <laughs> um,. But no, like, like he's a big like purist, like going. To, you know, we've had arguments for years about digital versus actual film. Like, I'm I'm at the point where the like, digital cameras have gotten so good, I can't even tell the difference. You know, um, but there's there's definitely that one fucking fart sniffing asshole out there who'll tell you they can tell. Um, but but that being said, I'm just saying like we we we're, we're move we've been moving more towards home theaters the past few years with. HD, you know, you can go to 7 Eleven and buy a 70 inch fucking LCD for a hundred bucks. You know I mean? <laughs> you know, that, that's, that's what it feels like, anyways. So, like, yeah, I mean, productions are fine. I don't know about movie theaters. I guess that's my final answer. No, I mean, I, mean, I, 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 like, I, like, I like that you brought up that subject about how, like, you know, the whole, like, a lot of people, a lot, you can go down to your local Walmart right now and buy a fucking 4K TV for like 200 bucks. And mount this to your wall, and buy like a really decent sound system. Like, 
like as far as movie theaters go, like you know, it's more of an experience than it is like cutting edge technology now because like people like people like you can buy an 8K TV for fucking like three thousand dollars and have that same fucking experience that you would have in a fucking theater. So like you know, having just a quick little fucking 4K TV watching a movie with a decent fucking surround sound. You will save a whole bunch of money if you like. If save your if you're a family of like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna save your family of three. But if you have your wife, your kid, your and you, and here in California to go to a movie, it's like at least sixteen dollars a person. So that's already right there, like what forty, forty two dollars, right? Yeah. So you're already paying forty two dollars to go to a movie, and if a movie comes out and you can watch it from home for like fucking three dollars you're already saving fucking money but then like you know you're not paying for like popcorn and like hot dogs and soda and this and that a reach around right there, a, re- a reach around yeah that is, <laughs> that, um, no, like are, another, like, these are these are great these are great points blue and, and i mean not only that but you just, just got a baby now you got a baby on the way what's that what's that is your was your baby born no not yet Oh, okay. That'll come out later. Dick. <laughs> um, but, you know what I'm saying? Like, like yeah, I had my son uh, three and a half years ago, or going on four years now. And, yeah, we couldn't go to the I like how you can anymore. do math. Three going on four. Like, That's a good job, lowercase g. <laughs> 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 no, it's, it's, right, right the theater, it's, it's all about the theaters being a, an experience, though. <laughs> but here's the Those thing. But I'm saying, like, like, yeah, if you tell me $30, at $30, I can watch it at home. I can fucking pause it. You know, my baby's fu- uh, fussing. I can put him down. Wait, wait, you, can, you, can, you can wind it because the wife is like, oh, wait, wait, what the fuck's going on? It's like, do you, yeah. do you not fucking see what the fuck? <laughs> oh, dude, I mean, my wife right now, bro, she asked so many fucking questions. Oh, God. She asked, like, what's going to happen next? And like, I, this is my first time watching it too, sweetheart. Oh. <laughs> Yeah, uh, but, uh, <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, this, this is, like, similar with, like, a lot of people. Um, honestly, I've been calling this, like, before the pandemic even started, I was saying that I would I would gladly pay $30 to watch a movie at home than to go to the theater. Don't get me wrong, I love going to the theater. I love movie theater popcorn, like, a lot, a lot. Uh, but what once you become a parent, like, you want to go out and watch movies, but it's, like, at the same time, it's, like, you only have so many opportunities to watch a movie as a parent <laughs> and it's like it's either uh get a babysitter or you don't watch it you know so and i, I think it's great that this is it, the pandemic sucks but i think going forward the fact that we have the option to watch movies at home because if you have you know a decent amount of income you have like you can replicate the movie theater experience at your house you really can yeah Except it doesn't even take a lot of money. No, yeah, it really doesn't. Does, here's the thing, I hey, I love going to movie theaters. Like, oh, hold on. My double take the show too. Or being in movie theaters, and yeah, see, I got one in my, I got a 135 inch screen in my bedroom, because I can just take a wall and cover it up with a with a screen that cost me 45 bucks. Oh, you can't see it, but yeah. <laughs> and then I can get a projector at Walmart for 70 bucks that does 1080p. And if it's not 1080p, I mean, it's close enough. I I mean, I, I used to go to the drive-in, so I'm used to the picture not being exactly perfect. So, but anyway, I got, it's funny. I, I got a Bluetooth projector and I can hook it up to my Plex, which is free to make a media server. 
and I can hook a Chromecast up to it, and I I watch movies all like every weekend. Like what I would be doing tonight if I wasn't doing this is I would be watching a double feature of '80s horror movies in my theater with trailers and with movie theater popcorn, just made in a popcorn maker with some toppings. And uh, I have, I have an eight seat movie theater I can just put up for my friends. So I would yeah, it, it, it cost me like two hundred bucks. Holy shit! I just put a five point two surround sound it's system in. Blue, blue like you're you're all fucked up. Oh, so blue's all blue's in the matrix. Like Four hundred dollars into my home theater. Yeah, um, I, I totally I, agree. Blue, you're in the Matrix. Please restart your feed. Um, yeah, there whoa. we go. Jesus fucking Christ. Whoa, whoa. Please pause it, pause it. stop your fucking shit. I have to, like, mute all you guys for a minute. It's going to be just me talking for, like, the next 30 seconds until I see Blue drop or I eject him, which I'm going to try to do now. Because, uh, there we go. All right, I removed him from the meeting and... Not gonna follow you for abuse, but there we go. All right, the rest of you guys can talk now. I think he just blew up the system. Yeah, yeah, he broke yeah. the matrix. Um, <laughs> I would, I on that, and then I, I would be interested to see if there was a breakdown in like the demographics and in terms of like where people are, um, I guess streaming these movies and and everything. No, I, I, mean, I heard like an interesting point <clears throat> somewhere. Huh? Go, no, no, go ahead. No, I get my thoughts. I mean, I mean, we, we all live, I mean, I know us and the B then BTI crew and then Mr. X and uh, Gian, we live in a sort of modern area of the country, as they, but... Look like, at this fucking asshole. Might, might be yes, like, a devil tank, please laugh at him. It's all good. <laughs> <laughs> He's, keep going, keep going, keep going. <laughs> keep going. What but, is like, this keep... fancy box, y'all <laughs> I don't mean it as a, I don't want to mean I don't mean it as like a third world country, but like for people like that are in like let's say like Kansas, Missouri, Illinois, Ohio, Utah. Certain, you know. certain parts of Ohio, Utah, where or whatever. Cronus has been here. He knows. Where yeah, I live is like backwoods as backwoods gets, man. Well, I, I don't. I drawn carriages and shit. I, I don't Dude. know because I, I, ha I haven't lived there. So I don't know in terms of like the pecking order of like, yeah, I'm going to invest money into a home entertainment system versus like if, oh, if there are yeah. farming. Yeah, so I, I don't know. So like, the, Matt, the, my just, local I, I, gas station sometimes no. you can't park because of the Amish people. <laughs> <laughs> like Matt, the, Matt, 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 yeah, 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 Matt. I, like I know you're, you're asking are, the wrong person. Like a, a nerd and everything, and you you've invested into like an entertainment si system and, and stuff like that because that's that's who you are. Because I fear but, the like, outside. <laughs> well, I, I, so, yeah, but I'm like, so when Stitch moved here from people... Louisiana, he discovered electricity. <laughs> no, I, 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 I just think that we might be teetering on like an elitism, and because a lot of other places don't have high-speed fucking internet like we do here in the <clears> Bay or we're in major <laughs> cities and stuff like that, or. No, I'm, I'm serious. I'm, I'm no, no, no. Sorry, Stitch. You're you're right. I'm sorry. I, I was criticizing you kind of. Hold on. Lowercase g, you're well, very low. Like your g. Say it again. Uh, Lafayette, Louisiana has faster internet than fucking the Bay and yeah. uh, LA does. And uh, no, LA has fiber. The middle, of, the middle of nowhere Indiana has uh, Google Fiber as well. Like 
So let, let's not, you know, they might be hillbillies, but they got faster internet than we do. No, but it's, <laughs> hold on. So it, it, it's few and far. So with that aspect, it's few and far between. They do those fiber experiments in those places because they have <clears> low <throat> users. And that's like just a fact. Anyway, um, Devil Tank uh, can tell you from living in, well, both you and your, your wife are from California and you moved to Utah. And you guys basically are, if the apocalypse yeah. happen, happen, you're the closest to me where I'd be comfortable with going to. Because you're in, you're in Utah and you, you know what the fuck's going on. And you guys are not uh, tech dummies by any stretch of the means. Like you guys have modern everything. Um, turn your camera around again so everybody can see. Um, like he has the full experience going on. You know, like he's not fucking, re you know, <laughs> dumb. He's in his probably his basement. I'm I'm assuming it's your basement, right? Yes, man cave. Yeah, that's his Mormon uh, second second living room. <laughs> yeah, Wait, you know, basically. I, well, okay, so well man. Together, <laughs> Wait, quick, quick, Caitlin in the in chat has said, like, the whole reason for the whole movies experience is to get away from the fucking kids. So, yeah, <laughs> I can understand why we need to have movie theaters still around, because, you know, there's certain movies that kids shouldn't see. Like, so, for example, Deadpool. Deadpool's an R-rated movie. I mean, if you're a prodigy, you might watch, let your kid watch it, but, like, yeah, you know. Kids go to fucking sleep. I mean, that, that's what, I mean, kids. Let them <laughs> to watch it. Kids go to sleep. Anyway, um, Double Tank, like, what are your thoughts on this whole this whole situation that we were just talking yeah. about? Like, yeah, I've been, I, I did have some good thoughts, and I did want to give you uh, props because you were talking about this a lot before the pandemic. And me and my family, we like to go out. We like to go out to, uh, to the movies. It's our chance to just get out of the house. But honestly, um, since the pandemic's happened, uh, we usually watch all major shows here in the theater but um like we when we watched wonder woman the other uh during christmas it was a movie theater experience i mean it was i mean we've kind of just kind of got used to being down here watching all these new movies coming out and it's been a pretty good experience i haven't missed going to the movie theaters at all not one bit and i never i didn't think a year ago that i would ever say that so yeah. when you originally had talked about it, um, I kind of scoffed at the idea because me and my family liked going out to the theater. But, like, I, I don't know. I just haven't missed it. Especially, like, this whole year. This next year with HBO Max pushing out Dune, uh, Godzilla vs. King Kong, all the new movies coming out, Matrix 4. We're going to be watching right down here in uh, our theater room. And I don't know if I'm going to miss going to see it in the big screen at all. Because for me, it doesn't really change. It still feels like we're in the movies. Yeah, so yeah. Let, let, yeah. hold on. Real quick, Matt, before you talk, I'm, I'm very sorry. I have to give a, a quick caveat, okay? Uh, what De okay, what Devil <laughs> Thing is talking about, uh, about not missing the experience, it's because uh, it's, it's, not, it's not elitist. But it's like we can afford to experience the the we can replicate the experience of a movie theater at home. But there are those out there that that can't, and I totally understand that. But for like people that are at a certain level, like I don't really give a shit that I have to watch a movie at home. Oh no, like I already get at most at home. I have a very I have a you know 4K TV at home. You know, like it's not a huge deal. Um, but also, I used to be a fucking pirate. 
If I was a pirate, I wouldn't give a shit either. Like, I could just download it and watch it on my fucking laptop or my phone. I don't really give a shit. Anyway, Matt, go ahead. A um, pirate like a patch pirate? No. Like, I, I, oh, Ninja, why did you... You terrible I fucking have, asshole. <laughs> Matt, go ahead. I have a whole theater I'm very proud of. It, I totally put the whole thing together for under 400 bucks by just, you know, shopping floor model surround sound systems, picking up the cheapest 1080p projector, putting it at the proper distance, hanging a screen. I did it all by myself. It's, it's, it's literally an under $400 investment to have it. Plex is a free service. I have a Chromecast. Those are cheap things. I literally can run customized shows that are like better than a show I'm gonna go see at a movie theater where I love the experience, especially of the drive-in. I grew up going to drive-ins. And so mm -hmm. like that whole night at the movies experience that a drive-in gets you with like, you know, concession stand reels and like uh, the little like PSAs and advertisements for local things. like. You can find or buy collections of those things online. I, I know I paid like 15 bucks for like one that was like four hours long and I just snipped it up in my editing software. But, and I know a lot of people won't do that, but what I'm getting at is that I can run a great custom experience and I can have at least like a dozen people in my home theater to watch stuff when things are safe again. But beyond that, I live in the middle of fucking nowhere, Ohio, and I know easily five people with similar setups yeah like just in my circle of friends people who like it's not like we met because of a mutual interest in things i would just go over to their house for like hey we're gonna go to my friend you know uh marty's house for game night and then you go to marty's house and it's like oh that's a nice home theater dude and then you get to talking and just so many people i know have invested in that kind of thing be before the pandemic you know but what sucks is like during know, during the pandemic it's like it's harder crack his generator first though <laughs> what's, what's really what's kind of interesting is that like you know like if you think of like you know tv shows is, with tv shows that are going out like they're going on right now like you know there's like commercials and ads like that like that, that's basically how they they generate their revenue but like with movies like it's at, with movies right now like it's so like the whole reason why I actually subscribed to HBO Max was just because of uh, Wonder Woman '84 that came out. But then, so once Wonder Woman '84 came out, they were like, "Oh, we got the little things that came out, which is the movie with Denzel Washington and uh, the guy who plays fucking um, Jared Leto." Mr. Robot. No, no, the guy from fuck me, Jared Leto. Oh. Fuck that dude. The guy who plays uh, from Mr. Robot. Rami Malek. Yeah. I was like, okay. We're gonna keep this for another month. Like they're literally like you gotta keep that person interested in keeping that subscription because I, with with um, Netflix, they're doing a new fucking movie every month or no every week. There's a movie that they're releasing, and with HBO they're like, okay, we got fucking King Kong versus Godzilla coming out. We got fucking the little things. We got this and that and this and that. Like there's there's you need to make sure that people will be interested in keeping that subscription. And it, I mean, because right now, but <clears throat> like before, it would be like, okay, I just got to this service, and you, you, okay, the amount lapsed, and you're like, oh, shit, I forgot to cancel. Okay, I'll just, I'll pay next month. And like, literally, that's literally what, how, like, a lot of companies are banking on their whole system like that. But if you have content that's like, like, people are like, oh, shit, this is coming out? Okay, I, like, I gotta get my subscription. That's literally how I've been. Because, like, I literally got Wonder Woman, I got. HBO Max because of Wonder Woman, 
But then this movie came out, and this movie came out, and this movie came out. So I, I'm I feel like if I'm... studios, if studios, if studios keep that 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 momentum going, because right now HBO Max have like fucking DC content under the register. So like like we have like um, radar fucking Harley Quinn. We got Harley Quinn. We got fucking Titans on there, which I'm like. But Titans, but uh, <laughs> you know, if they keep it like constant, like they keep the, the new shit coming, I don't see basically HBO Max can become a new Netflix. For Netflix, you're constantly getting new content, but HBO Max is like, okay, you get new content, but you get not new content that's not coming to the fucking theater. It's Disney got, Plus is uh, doing it with uh, the Marvel content, they have Marvel content coming out for the next year, exactly. Yeah. The thing with Disney is that they're not doing it for their movie franchise, though. They're just doing it yeah. for like their series, the TV series. So well, we'll, just, we'll me, see. No, yeah, it's me, the the, the movies too, because we'll um, Onward and a couple of movies came out as well. Mulan was another one. One one last thought on movie theaters, though. I don't want movie theaters to shut down, and I just want to say that. Like, although I can replicate the experience, I definitely don't want them to shut down. But I'm I'm totally fine with them not with like the idea that not everything has to come out in theaters or that theaters are somehow like they should be special event things. Like yeah, I every year I go down to Columbus for a 24-hour horror movie festival, or you know, except for obviously the last few years. But I would go down there for that, and it's I've met some of the greatest people ever there, and that is the kind of theater experience I really enjoy, where it's like. Hey, we're like a hundred people crammed into a tiny, like old theater watching just back to back horror movies. And every time there's a break, we're all just meeting and talking about what we thought and stuff like that. It's, it's a communal experience, which kind of goes back to what I was saying about the drive-in where it's like, everybody's, you know, in the, at my drive-in hometown, there's only one screen. So everybody's watching the same movie. And then you had the the 10 minute intermission. So I I love the idea of movie theaters existing for like more event type things release the movie and charge us money for it online but then like have a premium ticket prices for like an entire event retrofit your theater so that i'm getting like a meal and like you know swag and stuff like that in addition (laughs) to your seat in the movie so So i think you do as sort of a almost like a status symbol or something you save up for like a concert i did the meme stock thing today i i actually bought amc stock today even though oh, I understand shit. that it's, I'm basically throwing. I, I, Devil Tank is laughing at me, which is fine, because like logically, from his point of view, <laughs> it, I'm basically throwing money away, and I'm fine with that. I threw money away towards AMC stock, but um, it's a meme stock, and I also understand that at some point there will be a winner in the uh, the experience of like watching movies in a theater. There will be a theater, like whatever company they're going to win, whether it's Century or AMC or Regal or whatever. One of them is going to win. So if if it's AMC, I'll be happy. I fucking doubt it. <laughs> but we will see. Uh, if uh, it happens, I'll be very happy, though. Kind of piggybacking off of uh, <clears throat> sort of what you got it. Like, it'd be interesting to see if, um, if, if for you to get, so like we watch a fighting event. Like a fight event on, on demand is like what, like six dollars? Thirty million dollars. Like I'm just kidding. Yeah. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> but no. So like you know, if you want to be able to watch a movie from home, 
like there should be like a premium for that. Like I like for movie tickets here in California, like the minimum is like like I said earlier, like fifteen dollars. Like if you can watch a movie at home and pay like twenty, twenty five even like three dollars for a family of like three like <laughs> this that, is what i said back in the day yeah fucking, you're fucking saving you're saving fucking money basically like they should they need to like look into the avenue like okay if somebody's willing to pay thirty dollars to watch this fucking movie i mean like yeah you can have like i can have the whole podcast of the crew come over and we can watch the whole goddamn movie but like it's not the same fucking experience like i, I would say like the, the last movie i saw multiple times in the theaters was probably in game, which is like probably like the number one high, highest rated movie on record right now. But like, uh, I don't know. I just I just think like theaters need to take a look at at technology nowadays. And like, okay, AMC, Alta, and this and that. Like, yeah, we can pay the money for showing the movie, but we can just shoot this shit ourselves and like make profit that way. All right, gents. So. We have, hold on, hold on. Be, before you talk on it, I'm very sorry, even though that project is not back yet. But we have another request for our shots. Uh, Lawrence, oh, no uh, Lawrence, thank you for uh, for donating to us. We will take another shot. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. <laughs> thank you, Big B. Uh, he's actually an old friend of mine, but thank you, Lawrence. Oh, damn. Oh, I, I just switched. for you, Big B. Well, I, I, was, I was just going to mention that, uh, you know, if you're. If you're buying stock in movie theaters, thinking that, hoping to figure out which one's going to come out on top, pay attention to which ones have signed uh, exclusive deals with studios, because that's starting to happen too. You know? Yeah, um, yeah. You know, so wait, this wait, could be. Gian, what's your. I'm, I'm sorry, go ahead. I, I was going to ask, uh, I didn't mean to cut you off. I was going to, what's your thoughts on like, because uh, I think Christopher Nolan came out and said like, yo, I'm not working with like Warner Brothers because they're doing that or whatever. So what's your thoughts on like these directors that are all of a sudden are just like, yo, I'm not getting down with the new times or whatever. I'm just trying to be sort of stubborn in my own ways. I mean, to be completely honest with you, that goes right in line with, you know, the, the fart sniffer comment I made earlier. You got these guys that are purists and you're like, you know, Mom Fisher needs to be seen on the big screen. Type of, you know, that's Christopher Nolan. Oh, and you know, they make more money. And, and they make more money. That's the other part, too. But, you know, but that's that's part of it. You know, the, the, the French guy that, that directed Dune, he's pissed off because he that dude is a legit like the ultimate fart sniffer. I, I, I did not like the, the, the Blade Runner sequel. You know, I thought it was, you know, pretentious. I thought the, the, his, the other movie where the squid aliens came and taught people sign language, whatever, I, I can't even remember what it's called. <laughs> you know, like that movie, like, I was like, dude, did you guys watch the same movie I, I did? It was two fucking squid, like, you know, fucking putting uh, Warshack fucking blots. You up. don't like, like the Navy? <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, oh. I, 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 think the guy, I, don't, I think the guy's overrated as shit, and I mean his movies don't really make that much money either. So it's like, why do you guys keep like letting this guy? Lowercase G, how much money do you make? I'm just saying. Oh, Damn. Boy. <laughs> Talking shit when he gets drunk. I am. Uh, I ain't drunk yet. It's, I'm getting there though. I definitely am. I'm just, I'm just saying, like, like I I understand why they're upset. But at the same time, it's like, at least you're working. At least you still, at least you got paid already, and you're still gonna get get to to make other films, you know. And also, we're in a fucking pandemic, 
You know what I mean? The only reason why they put uh, Christopher Nolan's movie out the way they did was because contractually they had to. So they found the fucking five theaters that were open in, on, on the planet <laughs> Earth during the pandemic to make sure that he wasn't able to sue them later. But it's like, dude, like, shit happens. You gotta, you gotta kind of accept it, you know? Nobody, nobody knew how bad this thing was. We still don't know the long-term repercussions of it, you know? But, you know, you gotta, you gotta kind of I don't know. I mean, I feel like you guys feel the same way. Like, we're, we're in a global fucking pandemic, you know? Like, you gotta just fucking relax. Yeah, uh, my question for uh, Devil Tank and uh, Matt from Prereg. Uh, I think Matt might have touched on this earlier, but the uh, trailers pay a part in your going out. So that way, when you're going out, you get to be like, oh, I get to see what's coming out, you know, later on in the season, like summer, big summer movies. Uh, what's coming out in the winter, like the Oscars stuff coming out. Is any of that play a part when you go out? Are you excited to go out and go see these things, or, or does it matter? No, because I can watch a trailer on my phone in the car before I go in. <laughs> like, that's the thing. Like, I, like when I run trailers with my movies, with the movie th- stuff I do at home, they're always trailers that kind of, like, help kind of put you in the mood for the movie you're about to watch. You know, so it's like, it's more of like, like in chef terminology, it's like they're they're amuse bushes for like your movie going experience. Like if we're about to watch, you know, Friday the Thirteenth and uh, you know Halloween on Halloween just for like a slasher movie classics kind of thing, I'll throw weird stuff in there that'll just be fun and kind of put you in the mood for eighty slasher movies, like trailers for Blood Rage or you know, X-Ray or, you know, Edge of the Axe or some other kind of random just stuff. Stuff that might, like, you might not even want to watch the movie ever in your life, but it's just a fun trailer. So, like, the movie, like, that's why I say, like, the theater experience means nothing to me, like, as a solo moviegoer. Like, when me and Becky go see a movie on a date, most of the time we we leave going, man, it was good movie but it sucked that we had that dude behind us or those kids in front of us or something like that it's not like when we when we go to a like a film festival or some other kind of event at a theater where everyone's kind of there to enjoy the movie on the same level together or everyone is kind of like there to kind of respect everyone else's viewing experience you know like especially in my area people go to movies to because there's nothing else to do so like people just go to a movie to sit in a place for two hours. They don't really care about what movie they're seeing. Hmm. Like uh, my grandpa before he died, he's like, oh, I he he went to see movies every single day because he was retired. His wife was gone. He didn't have anything he really wanted to do or needed to do, and it was just like, yeah, I'll just go sit in the theater and watch movies all day. Like just come out one one movie after the other, just buy a ticket and see everything. But like, it wasn't. Cop- What's up? I think your your grandpa didn't movie hop because like once you're inside that once you pass that that ticket style, you can fucking just go from one movie to the next and next to next to next. No, because my grandpa would probably want to talk to the ticket person about the movie he just watched. <laughs> you know? Nice. So well, like, no problems. But he's just, you know, my grandpa is just that kind of old dude. And uh, so he would go see movies all the time, but like in terms of the younger kids who go or the, the youth who go see movies, the scary youths um, you, they—they're just there because there's literally nothing else to do in our area. Uh, Devil Tank, the trailers play a part in you going out with the, with the whole fam 
or whatnot. So the kids get excited about what's coming out, things like that. I, I think it used to um, say I would say like 20 years ago, 15 years ago, but we just live in a different age now, where I have enough uh, nerd friends that, um, at least on Facebook, where I'll see the latest trailer the moment that it gets posted. I mean, I, I mean, it's the moment that King Kong versus Godzilla came out, or Godzilla versus King Kong came out, the trailer, it was already on Facebook. It's like, oh crap, look at this trailer came out. The Dune trailer, the Matrix 4 trailer, all that stuff that, uh, or teasers that came out, we could see it right away. So um, I don't get too excited over trailers anymore because I've already seen them. By the time I get to the theater, I've already seen that trailer. So, uh, well, how many? What? So, sorry, I have to Like, how many? How many kids do you have right now? Up to uh, sixteen yeah. and uh, nineteen. Mm. Oh. Okay, never mind. Yeah, they're them. like adults. Yeah, they're almost out. <laughs> yeah, they're uh, running shit. I, I, I would be like, fuck your kids, but uh, your kids probably will fuck you up. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, uh, where we live, where Mr. X, myself, Prodigy, Stitch, and Blue, we. Uh, Modern Air. Yeah. <laughs> District uh, 5, I think, is what we're in or whatnot. But I don't know if um, Matt and Devil Tank have these, but there's theaters that we kind of recently got, I mean, recently as in like six, seven years, um, the Alamo House, where they basically, they decorate the outside of the theater for the, to the theme of the movie you're about to watch. And you know they produced- Something 10 years ago was just like a few days ago. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, and then they also do their own like private trailers. They actually have the employees film a trailer for like the film you're about to see uh, or uh, films are about to come out. So it's like, they are the cast. They give you like this weird, like kind of honest trailers type deal where you can uh, watch it. Do you guys have any of that stuff out there where you're at? I mean, I, speaking for myself, uh, no. Our, our theaters are concrete buildings with like four to six <laughs> screens. And uh, there's like two employees there. Oh, God damn. Oh, uh, also this place, they basically, they take your order because they have like dinner trays. They take your order and then they bring your food like maybe halfway through like the film. They come by. And Most they, of like, Americans don't like that. Well, no, that's yeah. what I'm asking. I don't know if they have that there. But we, I mean, for a while, we didn't have that either. I experienced that when I went to Texas. And then so they I, brought one of those to San Francisco. So, and then my, now there's another place. That's like several that. years ago they built a theater in our they built like a brand new theater in our local town which is stupid because my local hometown has the oldest theater in ohio in it it's just a <laughs> single screen theater but it is gorgeous art deco theater uh and they built this ugly ass multiplex out behind the bob evans and uh they built it it's super it's super nice looking but I have never seen a single person working in the actual ticket booth there because it is such yeah, a waste so of money and stuff. Like there, you walk, you just walk in, and there's a sign that is permanently at the ticket booth that they built that says uh, "Buy tickets at uh, concession stand." And there is one person at the concession stand <laughs> uh, who is buying your tickets, filling your snack orders, and then there's one person running around making sure that the projectors are turning on when they're supposed to. So, I mean, it's, it's, it's a really impersonal thing anyway. I will say the one thing I do miss 
um, the most about theaters, like at least the one that we go to, is like that we have full recliner seats. Um, every single theater that's in this whole area, uh, I mean, like seven, eight different type of theater, you cannot just walk into the theater and just get a seat. Um, everything's assigned. Um, and since they're assigned, there's nice seats um, and recliner and everything. But the one thing I do miss is being able to take orders because there's the place that we go to, we can uh, completely get our order as we're getting our tickets. Um, I can buy my food, buy everything, and then just go straight to our seats, and then they just bring everything to us. Oh my God! Yeah. So, hold on. Before, it, it, hold on. Wait, Blue. So what Devil Tank uh, is talking about is like uh, it's yeah. the uh, it's the overseas experience. That's what you're talking about. Like yeah. when you go overseas, yeah. like <laughs> you get like full service. <laughs> like yeah. I've been to so many yeah. other places. <laughs> it, like back in uh, the fucking. 2002 yeah like seriously in 2002 i would pick when i went to like singapore you would pick (laughs) out like your seat and then you would order your food and then you would sit down and like get all all the shit that you wanted and in america like we're like so far behind which is very strange to me (laughs) that in 2021 you know or even 2019 back before all that shit first started that you couldn't get the same experience but we like America really made like this whole cinematic experience happen, but we're so far behind with like the cinematic experience, and yeah. it's like it's really fucked up. And I think most Americans don't even realize it that the, the rest of the world gives a better cinematic experience than America does. Anyway, y'all go ahead. So wait, so uh, to, to be back with Carlos uh, was saying, I was like, so when I went to Japan, like, like eleven years ago, um, when you buy your tickets. Like it's literally like you're buying your fucking seat to to to, to a fucking musical concert. So like, okay, this seat, this seat, this seat to go. What con- what seat do you want? And you choose your seat. But once you're in it, so say if you're a couple, you just you 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 can, you can choose couple seats. So it's like couple seats where you get a better view if you're a couple or something like that. And it's just literally you and your couple. Like there's like walls that would block you off from. For everybody else, so you're wa- literally watching the movie by yourself, in aspect. But like, if you want to order food, like there's like, there's like a little panel next to you. If you want popcorn, if you want more drinks, if you want food, you literally push this button, and a concierge basically would come over to your to where you are, and would ask you, oh, and and they won't fucking stand. They will like hunch down to get down and actually like, what would you like? So they're not disturbing to other people. Like literally, I feel like, so when I went to Japan, I watched um, Memoirs of a Geisha and I cannot remember ever seeing anybody in that theater just because it's so fucking private. And like the whole experience was like, you know, it is me and the girl dating at the time. Like, like literally, like, <clears throat> if American, American movie theaters are on that, they're close to that level because, like, you can drink now and, you know, you can have, like, your seats, you can recline and stuff like that. But, like, you know, it's just, there's just something that Japan had that we don't have here, which is to, to just make it fucking epic. Like, I want to be able to order a fucking sub pizza or a uh, king size supreme pizza and have a shotgun brought to me. I think that's what American movie theaters are missing. If I had money, the first thing I would do is I would buy my local theater, the oldest theater in Ohio, uh, and I would buy the town and country, and then I would buy our local drive-in, and I would just put kitchens in them. 
and I would make it a thing where it's like you're getting like class A food, and I would probably do it more like a tasting experience where like you're coming to watch like a double feature or something, and like the menu is tailored to the movie, you know. And I would try to give it some kind of gimmick to make it something that people would that would give it a reason to leave your house and not just watch the same movie at all. Matt, if, if hold on r- real quick, Matt, if I were came upon a bunch of money i would hire you to like come to california and like make you your actual whatever dream you wanted to because seriously like you were on uh what was the name of that show the great american say the rest of it there we go the great food truck race and you did a really good job and thank you like your your cooking is excellent like I, i i came up to go see you i say up because you're north of me <laughs> but you're a, a really good we're chef. north coast yeah oh thanks man no i you know like uh that's that's the thing that has been really weighing on me over the past few months not to bring too much of a downer to things but just like i really don't know what i'm supposed to do with myself now that i can't really cook for a living because my back can't do it and i have no experience in other things so it's very hard to get a job especially Especially when I live in the middle of fucking nowhere, Ohio, where they're basically like, desk jobs is women's work. (laughs) (laughs) Women's work. Where's Becky? Where's Becky? Uh, Becky's, I don't know, probably doing something in her room. I don't know. Hold on. Call her, please. Uh, Call call Becky. Summon her? Summon Becky. Uh Uh-oh. Hold on. I I will try to summon K-Mac. With my phone, because we're on different. Now. Yeah. That's <laughs> <laughs> all bad. Uh, no. so, Matt, I don't know. This I, is a guessing, but OnlyFans is available to you. I know. Saying. I know. It's about to happen. There you go. <laughs> okay. If like, Prodigy, if Prodigy <laughs> can be selling his whack ass calendars, there you go. My dad, I will say, I, I, I had a conversation with my dad recently. Where I was like, I was talking about losing my disability, and he was like, "Well, I mean, I guess you're just gonna have to get a job." I'm like, "Doing what?" He's like, "I don't know." I I was like, "Okay, yeah. what would you do in my situation?" He goes, "Well, I wouldn't be on disability." I was like, "But you're disabled in this situation." He's like, "Well, I'd be working." All right, well then your back would be constantly hurting until you could no longer stand up, and like then and once you can't stand up, you're kind of fucked. And like, uh, and my dad's just like, well, I'd be living on a lot more money. I can tell you that. It's like, how? You're disabled and you have disability. Like, it's just that kind of like small mind, men, small time mentality where my dad's like, you got to pull yourself up by your bootstraps. It's like, I don't have legs. <laughs> Helicopter that dick and do the jack off vids on OnlyFans and everybody's going to get paid. Come on now. Yeah, everybody gets yeah. paid. As long as post. OnlyFans is just like everybody's saying, where are the like mid thirties balding fat guys with scars? <laughs> Wait, did you mean literally that, nobody? Uh, was that's for that? There's a market for that. <laughs> uh, I don't market care. When, when you think of OnlyFans, you just I, think of titties, ass, and and uh, pussy, uh, fucking hair, yeah, and look at that around. scar. But like, we don't, we don't, we don't think so. Like, for this podcast, if we have OnlyFans, we're like, okay, you only have this podcast doing OnlyFans. We're like, okay, are, is Blue going to be shaking his ass like you know it does? I'm like, no, that's not how it works. Well, hey, I, I will say, I, 
I always constantly reach out to Matt whenever I have like any sort of cooking question, and he can testify to it or whatever. Because uh, I, I think I put out there like I had a fear of cooking scallops for the longest time because it's just like they're expensive. You can fuck them up real easy. But but Matt knows his shit, and we've talked many nights, late at night, just about cooking, life, all kinds of other shit. Matt's a good dude. I love hey, Matt. Uh, I love you guys Matt's too. A- and I want to cook. I want to cook for you guys. Like that is like a thing on my bucket list. I always say to Becky, like, "Get out there so I can cook a meal for those fucking guys." <laughs> <laughs> you you cooked for me. It was great. I'm just I saying. No, 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 no. He's really good. Hey, you should have flown out when he was having issues. I'm just saying. I did no. with my entire family, and it was an excellent no. experience. <laughs> There is a possibility. There is a possibility I may resort to basically food only fans and have to do a Patreon for recipes or something. I don't know. Hey, you know what? That might be a, a, a vacuum that's out there right now. Hey, what were we, we going to say, Gian? Oh, yes. I, I, I got I to get out of here, but you know what? Why don't you start a YouTube cooking channel? You know what I mean? Might as well. Yeah. You know. Real, real, real quick before you go, I'm going to reach out to you because I did not know you were doing the whole toy uh, reselling business and everything like that. I am, and I've been seeing these whole transformer, this whole new line Jesus. of like transformer action figures coming out, which I think are like mad dope. And I see that there's an Omega Supreme one that like you have to like pre-order. So I'm going to reach out to you see if you got the hookup on that. It's so uh, crazy. Yeah, man, I do have the hookup on that. Actually, yeah, yeah. just yeah. Hit me up and yeah, anybody that's listening, if you guys are uh, toy collectors, follow me on Instagram, Trojan Collectibles. I'm also on Facebook, Trojan Collectibles, TrojanCollectibles.com. And uh, right now, if you send me a message that says uh, hashtag BTI, I'll give you 10% off. Oh, oh look at this dude. Damn, Damn little G's fucking it. coming out. Thank you, man. All right, but you guys, Appreciate it. Again. I don't know how long you guys are going. Uh, I hope nobody passes out. Uh, and... Uh, <laughs> And uh, God bless. Oh, yeah. yeah, I'm trying to hang. In, I'm trying to hang in there. Don't oh, worry, I'm driving everybody on, home. Yeah, on those same lines. Uh, hold on, uh, we have another shot to take. <laughs> so, I just took a shot. Double take. Oh, yeah. No, Dang. you got to do it again. Who, who took a shot? Who said that? Uh, we did that for um, for Gian leaving. That was me and Project. Didn't you have to take another one? Just now. Well, you have to yeah. take another one. Somebody paid yeah. for right, this right, shot. Right, right, right. I'm just I'm saying, not not, not somebody. Matt the person that's, po- he's literally sitting there on his fucking laurels, <laughs> like laughing right now. <laughs> he paid for these fucking shots, so take the fucking shot. All right, yeah. Yeah. double take. Matt was supposed Paid to go get Becky to prove that she's alive, so we need Matt to go get mm. Becky. Well, and I'm trying to get K Mac to come here, but she's like trying to bullshit. I'm I'm about to call her my fucking phone, my I actual asked phone. Her, I was like, do you want do you want to be on this? And she was like, no. Have you seen me today? Get the fuck out of here! Hold on, Matt. Hold on, no, Matt. Hold on. Are you there, Matt? Stop. Yeah. Stop. Yeah. What? Okay. What? So tell, uh, tell <laughs> Becky, Becky if she comes on, I'll get Kim back on. What? Tell Becky if she gets, if she comes on, I'll get Kim back on. Okay, I'll tell her. I'm working on it. I'll get the Venus on. Really? Oh, Fucking for the real? This has never Hold been on. on no- Prodigy? No, no, no. Prodigy? This is the ultimate. Are we going to 
reunite Earth Girls Are Easy? Uh, Mish Mishka is already in the bed, so that's not happening. That's not what I asked you. That is not what I asked you. Are we gonna do it? It, it is what it is what I've answered. <laughs> She's already in. Get the fuck out of here! He's not coming back. He's gonna be dead. Do you need me to call her on on my phone? Let's see if I can get Leela. You want me to call her? Oh, you're fucking scared. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, apparently I'm doing this thing about? live on the He's podcast. He's talking about Mishka. He's talking about Wake her ass up. Like multiple times out here. Wake her up. She is in the bed and not <laughs> coming yeah. on. Yeah. You, 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 know you know that project be killed. Like, that's yeah, like that's murder dead cover. Oh, I'm going to. Hold on. I'm calling her literally on the podcast. I'm calling oh Kmac on the podcast. Someone going to so die if, tonight. If she, doesn't, if she doesn't join, I'll see if the Phoenix can show her belly bump or baby bump. Oh, dang. We have some this first song here. This could be, be, this could be but, disastrous. Uh, I'm not trying to watch. Potentially. She's not I mean, answering. I'm really not so trying far. to watch Prodigy die live <laughs> on the podcast. <laughs> I, I already told them the answer, but... <laughs> I'm not gonna die. I'm just saying. I can defend no, myself. Prodigy Unlike Prodigy, he doesn't even have. Hold on. Oh, she fucking put me to voicemail. God damn! <laughs> she's in the next building over from me. She's like right fucking there. <laughs> Tried to tell you. <laughs> hmm. Okay. All right. All right. Let's let's see. <laughs> what is happening right now? I'll see. Le Leela went to go deal with the baby, so we'll see if uh, what's going on with the baby. She might make an appearance with the with Storm. Wow! All the, right. the weather witch. <laughs> that would be interesting. You guys want to see? Um, you guys want to see Baby Blue's progress? Like, you want to see if Venus is a Put it out there. Uh, yeah. I'm gonna see if she will bring it out. But um, what should what, we bring real, up? I would say real, real quick. Let's let's just take a moment to just. Maybe uh, reflect on and on what it is that we've done. Because mm. we're at our 300th episode. Oh yeah. We literally were just just bullshitting in a chat or whatever, just like, yeah, we should just do a fucking podcast or whatever. And just one thing led to another. Chronos got got on it with with all the the tech and hardware. Prodigy bought some dumb shit that he didn't need to buy. Golden up, microphones uh, are important, uh, goddammit. Hey, to be clear, he fucked up two Twitter accounts. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't, know, I didn't know Blue or Old Ninja at the time, and it's just like... Damn. Look, mm -hmm. it, I, I always try to tell my friends, like, especially when like I'm at their weddings or whatever, just take a moment to just like take a deep breath and to appreciate it, what it is that you've done. Because the majority of your life... Mm -hmm you're always spent looking back on shit or looking forward to stuff. Whether it's like when you're a kid, I'm looking forward to getting my driver's license, looking forward to getting, being an adult, I'm looking forward to being 21, et cetera, et cetera. And all that shit just passes you by. But it's just like, we have done something which is really cool that a bunch of friends, all of us, from all over the fucking United States, and everything and and especially because we re we've connected with people that we did not know before we even had this podcast we met bunny man i met mr x we got mad from pre-rec cake man we just the the networking that we've done and the legit like great friends that we've 
grown over the past five, four and a half, five years. It, it's just been absolutely amazing. And I mean, just a small golf clap or whatever to everything that everybody on this podcast has done in their own expertise. And it's, it's just really something that like, we, we, we did work and we, we're successful at it and just take a moment to just breathe it in and be like, yo, we, we went to fucking uh, Comic-Cons from San Diego to San Francisco, San Jose. And we're, we're just, we're, we're just random fucking dudes. We're, we're not, we aren't celebrities or anything like that. When we, when, with like daddy spoons in our mouth, we, we put in work, we network and we did an amazing thing that we, we all love doing. And it's just really cool to see what we've accomplished and all the friends that we've made and all the, the people we've talked to. I, I got my fucking compound bow signed by, by Hawkeye. Um, <laughs> Blue, Blue interviewed uh, Rochelle Nichols and everything. It's just, we've contacted uh, Michelle, and talked. Michelle Nichols. Michelle, yeah, Michelle Nichols. I'm sorry. Uh, we've just talked to and contacted. Yeah. So many people that like we probably would have had no idea we would have ever talked to or interviewed ernie hudson uh mm. ella darling just all kinds of people that just were like why would they know who the fuck we are but we had put in this work from from day one to where we are now and it's just like it, it's just awesome to see what we've done and just amazing friends and accomplishments and um stories we can tell don't don't forget old ninja got an std in WonderCon. you know that was you that was a you big event you're the one who parked downtown not me <laughs> uh everybody welcome to the show becky from pre-rec live live uh, live and direct i don't think she can she can you hear us becky are you there? Yes, I can now. Hi, guys. Hey, oh my God. We wanted to we wanted to do a welfare check on you because we were talking about like murder and homicide and stuff, and we had not seen you yet. And he's like, "Oh, hi, Becky. She's upstairs. She's upstairs." And we're like, "We need to see her." Blink <laughs> twice if you're in danger. This is this is the cop coming out. This is the cop coming out. He's like, "Look, white guy." Middle of nowhere. <laughs> this is bad for Becky. No, no. We we love you guys, and I mean, I was going on this whole like Kierfeld speech about just how we love all our friends that we've we've met along the way, all across the fucking country. We we love you guys. We love both of you guys, both of you guys and Joe. You guys are awesome. We just you, saw Joe awesome. for the first time in a year last week. Wait. Last week, good yeah. lord. For a uh, year? And, what the fuck? And we were talking about how, like, he was like, I, I need the podcast back. And I was like, yeah. I Like, half the reason the show just kind of feels more uh, anxiety-ridden is because you're not there. And, I like, mm-hmm. you don't realize how much of, like, of, like, I never realized how much Joe really held up that table, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, so it was like, it's once he's out there, it's like, we're missing a huge element of like our dichotomy. So it's just me saying things and then Becky doing either like the agree thing or disagree thing that she does without Joe adding the layer of insanity that Joe brings. Yes. 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 He is Trevor. He he is your Trevor from GTA five. That's what he is. Yeah. Yeah. He does. Joe happens to be 
listen to this because I do know he puts this on sometimes. We love you, Joe. We miss you. We can't wait for you to be able to safely return to the house. And, yeah, uh, uh, especially on this uh, iconic episode for us. We wish we wish you were here, Joe. So hopefully you were able to listen to this whole thing. Uh, uh, this is for you right here. Cheers to you, brother. Cheers. I, I hope that rash clears up, Joe. I really do. <laughs> oh, God. I really do. Uh, also, I mean, he's on the cast. We haven't given him an, enough love as Devil Tank. He's new. He's new to the Benhead uh, production family. He's doing a lot of stuff for us behind the scene. Uh, we appreciate you coming on here, being with us tonight, celebrating this milestone with oh us. Oh my God! Hold on. So me and Devil Tank. Go ahead. I don't know Go how ahead. you. I don't know how you listen to the entire fucking babbling and cast <laughs> and like document. Timestamp where the fuck we've said the bullshit that we've said. That takes <laughs> fucking talent. I don't know how you put up with the uh, old ninja and his ranting. I don't, even rant. I don't rant like you do. What well, hold on. No We're, Captain Marvel. I will give <laughs> Devil Tank a chance to respond, but especially the way that we kind of fuck each other over when we're in the Marine Corps. I am very surprised <laughs> <laughs> that. Uh, you're listening. Are you in high school? <laughs> yeah, well, we went to high school together as well, but we have like a, we have a history together, <laughs> like beyond high school, that is very interesting. So what uh, what made you listen to the podcast, man? I'm, we're all interested. Mostly just because you um, put it out. Uh, you put it out there. I started listening to it, and um, I like. Like especially at the very beginning where you guys go into like shows that I've never even um, would want I want to say would want to watch but even knew were out there um, animes that uh, I didn't know were really out there um, that you guys were watching that I would get interested in just little stuff like that it just become um, more and more interesting and I have an hour drive to work so oh, damn. Um, yeah because I live a little bit farther out in the country um, versus where Salt Lake City is, um, just because I wanted them, I wanted more land. I wanted uh, land, and so I had to be a little bit further out. So I, I drive about forty-five minutes in. So every single day, every single Thursday morning, I would download the uh, podcast and just listen to it on the way to, to work, and then when I listened to it on the way home, and it was just part of my day on Thursday. That was just my what I did every single time. And when you guys talked about wanting to do timestamps, I was like, well, I'm listening anyways. The only thing I do is uh, I just sit there and watch it. Um, mostly been doing YouTube uh, lately just because it's easier for me. And then I just had my phone. And I, the moment that you guys change subjects, I just kind of note what time it is. The hard part, it, I mean, the hardest part is you guys have tangents. Yeah. Like, <laughs> be on a subject, and then you'll just have a tangent. And I was like, "Wait, did we change subjects?" <laughs> I'm just gonna count it all as whatever the hell the uh, original subject is. And I was like, "I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna try to make two minutes of this and then five minutes tangent and come back." I think that's the hardest part about it. But I'm already listening. I'm already watching anyway, so it's oh, it's crazy. really not that big of a. Uh, it's not that hard for me. Well, the, the crazy thing it's is hilarious. that I really wanted to come down and see you, and uh, I will not call your wife by her name. I, I will just say the A word. Um, <laughs> I wanted to come down and like God see damn. you when I was traveling to the country, <laughs> but I was just like, listen, once I got down to like where you 
are from or where you're living now. I was like, listen, I need to just get through back to California. But I'll make it a point at some point in the next probably five years to like actually see you. Both of you, obviously, because you're both my friends. Because I, I knew you both as like several people, and now you're both like a family, mm-hmm. which is like it's strange yeah. to me, because I don't know. Because I this is like a whole different subject, but it's really cool that um, both of you are together now, and you have a family, and you have like you have three kids at this point, right? Two kids, two. Two is two. All right. Yeah, yeah it's just. To me, it's so like my, it's it's fucking awesome that you, you you guys have kids, and that you're living I, I, in uh, I, I in mean, Utah. And I I, I want to come visit you guys, but it's gonna take some time, hey, especially right now. You guys are all welcome to come. If you guys ever want to come and vacation in Park City, go skiing, go snowboarding. I want to go snowboarding. Hey, you guys yeah. Have a- <laughs> I I got a serious question for you though, sir. You say you say you listen to like you know some of our recommendations and things you've never heard of. How many times have you whipped it out and fapped to interspecies reviewers? Be honest with us. I liked it. <laughs> Holy <laughs> shit, you actually watched it. <laughs> uh, Sorry, go ahead. Netflix, uh, Beastars. That, uh, I was just like, what? Uh, I don't know. That was <laughs> porn? Yes. Yeah, that was the, uh, in, some interesting stuff. I learned quickly yeah. Prodigy's recommendations have to be watched ready to hit stop. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You have to take the quick pause yeah, button. Like, yeah. Recommend an anime to me. He'll be like Bible Black. And I'm like, oh, oh, shit. What the fuck is that? Yeah. <laughs> oh, I think Blue just died. Did Blue uh, die? I think he did. Uh, yeah. Oh, there he is. We got right. to also give a special shout out to Mr. Blue. X, who's with night because he was literally in our first set of podcasts i think he was in our first like 10 that he was a, a guest and uh we got to show love we haven't seen you in like over a year it's yeah. like the first time in over a year that real, we've actually seen real, you real been part of the cast. Real, 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 real. Got 15 seconds. Wait. Wait. she's gonna hop in real quick and say hi Okay. She's in between her matches from Dead by Daylight. So oh, she's, that's, that's the only game she's oh, played since goodness. 2016. So, <laughs> here real quick. Put it in your ear. Put it in, oh, yeah. Put it in your oh. ear. Oh, Lilo. Hi. Lilo. Hey, 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 Lilo. So you Where's took a, you, Big Mac? I was told she was on here. I was trying to get her on here, but to... she was like, nah. I mean, let's... All right, come on. <laughs> yeah. after, after all that shit you gave me about me, Lilo, Lilo, literally mess, message her right now after you get off of this and then tell her to come back on and then come back on. She wasn't oh, listening. She was on? Well, no, she was trying to... She was like, nah, I'm not going to come on. But if you tell her to come on, then she'll come on. Well, yeah. I wanted to say hi if she was here. Lilo's like, I paused my game for this bullshit. Right, real quick. I know. King Kong, King Kong or Godzilla, who wins? What? King Kong or Godzilla? <laughs> I, I don't know. What's the oh, <laughs> <laughs> right. What's a lizard? Awesome. What's a... Oh, hey. 
<laughs> I was joking. But now I really oh, think you should no. get all our significant others together to make a show called I Marry Godzilla. Yeah. Yeah, oh, there we go. It's something like it's like how do we deal? That would be the podcast. How do we deal? Right. <laughs> all good. Do we get Becky? How do we get do we Becky deal? on Godzilla versus Kong? Not yet. Uh, who am I rooting for? Yes. 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 Godzilla. Oh, there we go. Mm-hmm. There we go. And the real we one. The real we one. We're both pretty much rooting for Godzilla in this instance, and we have a giant King Kong poster in our theater. Like, it needs <laughs> a tall King Kong. So. Facts don't lie. I mean, we can be fans, but I mean, it's just one's a big lizard, three times the size of the ape. So, what's going right, on, Lena? She's, she's about to. She's, I think um, she's about to hop just in there. Just trying. Trying to get some gaming time in when I can, because it's yeah. very often. <laughs> no, nah, fuck that. So. <laughs> <laughs> two, two, two and a half, one and a half on a nice little mixed baby uh, that is fussy. Uh, I think I, I think they know how that works. <laughs> Wait, hold on. Is he black and you're white? How the fuck did this happen? <laughs> Holy what shit! Is them about the podcast you used to be on really quick plug it can i tell them about it well, yeah, yeah we still have the content go ahead it was called earth girls are easy and god i, I don't even know it was <laughs> it was just us uh talking about all kinds of girly shit shit that a lot of people don't talk about and just <laughs> getting in our fields um, and talking yeah, about hot guys and just whatever girl stuff. That's right not on. a hot guy. I'm just saying your podcast was pre- pretty great, and it could have kept going. <laughs> okay. But uh, if you're ever interested, oh, oh, it's actually part of our our, our net. You can, I think, listen to the Earth Girls are easy on SoundCloud. Uh, look for us. Uh, with B, then BTI, BTHA, and BTI. And you'll see somewhere on there, Earth Girls are easy. You can find some of their old podcasts that are still out there. There you go. I miss them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. She's, been, she's been doing a great job of raising a biracial angel. Just want to put that out there. Um, <laughs> my skin complexion was overpowered by hers. <laughs> Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. <laughs> that would all make sense. Wow. Yeah, you're so That's dark. You're so dark. Because he's, you're, you're insecure about it, dude. No. <laughs> no. His dad is very light skinned, so he has it runs in his family. Just his dad or him specifically? <laughs> <laughs> I'm my, light skinned my, too. My dad, is, my dad is the complexion of like Jason Kidd. So mm-hmm. it, it runs deep. Runs very, but very are deep. you as well or? No, he's not. <laughs> <laughs> but um, we'll, 
all the adventures that we've gone through the past year, Blue will be going over almost like just handing on the baton to him. So it's going to be hilarious yep. to watch him deal with Ooh. with sleep and random hospital visits, especially during like COVID it's, time. It's, it's ridiculous. It's rough. Holy shit. No. Uh, <laughs> when did you get the exact the opposite? Get on a schedule. Get on a, a set a schedule. Try to get on it as best as you can and keep your fingers crossed. The exact opposite is when um, my daughter is darker than I am. <laughs> and so when Kamek goes to like take her to Dr. Vizis, they're just like, what the fuck? <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. That's like one of those things. And, and she has to go take her into the doctor tomorrow. Oh my God. <laughs> Blue, is Blue tapped out? What's going on over there? He well, looks like he died. I, I love how uh, Mr. X is just like doing a rave in the background <laughs> what the fuck is going on on here it's, it was dicks out for harambe but he flipped he flipped the uh the graphic or whatever he did he, it's he, like backwards now it is backwards there you go there you go dicks out for harambe because he's <laughs> team kong so he's got dicks out for harambe but sure we'll see what Holy happens fuck. we'll see what happens when gods get on that ass <laughs> But she, she will testify. She saw me crying, laughing at old ninja's bullshit yesterday. Oh my god! When, when he was just going on and on about fucking thirty-three percent is fifty percent. It was ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> and he was the first thing to in the video. <laughs> <laughs> He's his old math. It's all good. <laughs> He's like three-fifth percent of a negro equals uh maybe a white person so yeah <laughs> see you lilo, Later, lilo. thank you, see you lilo. great seeing you looks like matt and becky are now on vacation all right no, this is our new house oh, okay. new house? Right. yeah we got rich real fast yeah can I you guys uh, uh, over. GameStop I see. Over. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> hey, Mr. X just joined them. He teleported to <laughs> <laughs> neighbor. Bye neighbor. Hey neighbor. That's awesome. Yep, uh, yep, I'll have to do it there. <laughs> so holy uh, holy fucking shit. Go ahead, we, we had questions for Becky, did we not? I'm, I feel like we're missing some stuff. Oh, man. I don't well, remember. So, Besides uh, the Godzilla yeah, question. Yeah, oh, Becky. I got a question for Becky. Oh, okay. Okay. You go, Stitch. Yeah, so, go ahead, Stitch. I, I was going to say, what dish does, does uh, Matt cook that you don't like as much Ooh. as you say you do like? Ooh. Oh, shit. You tell me you like more than you actually like it. That's not a thing. <laughs> uh, I believe her. She was just instant with it. I believe her. Yeah. yeah. No. <laughs> he has ruined me. I can't even go to restaurants anymore. <laughs> That's how good his food is. She's playing chess, uh, not chess. Yeah. I have. I have my no, she is just, not. Hold on, I'm very. I have food. to like. Hold on, I have to interrupt. Matt's food is very excellent. If he, if you move to California and you open a restaurant uh, anywhere near the Bay Area or any other um, large, I, I guess, 
group. Population. Coastal state. Yeah, you would be successful. Your food is excellent. Thank you. For real. I do make a mean tater tot casserole, so. <laughs> that actually sounds pretty fucking yeah. good, actually. And, and, and to give uh, some context, like literally me, Kamek, and our adopted daughter, we flew out to go visit the Heymans. To, uh, Which was the best surprise I've ever gotten in my entire life. That was, a that was pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> I must say so myself. I'm just saying. I, I was completely, completely uh, in the dark about that. Also, I just hear this voice, and I'm like, who the fuck's in my house? Yeah. <laughs> we, we literally surprised him by like flying out. The news is always talking about. Yeah. <laughs> and it's, it, it is weird to like see the person that, um, that you know by voice. It may be by right. sort of like face, but not by three dimensional face. So yeah, it was really cool to like visit them. Uh, he said it was like meeting Casey Kasem. That's good shit. Yeah, that's pretty much what it was like for me. Anyway, I I thought it was cool to like see all of them. I got to see an entire podcast in one visit. Hell yeah! yeah. And that's uh, tonight's long distance dedication. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I saw. I we weren't. The rest of us weren't there, but we saw the video, the little surprise video that they made. Literally died. Did he die? Did you just die? Oh, too many foodies. Spilled my yak. <laughs> but yeah, I got to see the little like documentary. Basically, when Kronos went, him and K-Mag made it like a documentary of meeting the pre-recorded live cast, and it was like it was crazy. And we got to see the food that Matt made. We got to see Matt's genuine surprise as this stranger oh. enters his house. And he was totally in the dark That's because Stranger Black Man. It was totally planned. It was like I think maybe what a month in advance because the rest of us saw the correspondence between basically us and Becky. Like, hey, we're trying to surprise Matt. Uh, Cronus is going to show up. He's going to be there. We need to make sure like this happens and this happens. So it was it was really interesting seeing. And then when we saw the video, I was like, dude, this is like great. Look at this expression on his face. Look at like. Uh, Becky's just like, oh, surprise! Like we've been planning this for a while. I was just like, oh my god, and it was a great, it was a great time. And immediately being Midwestern kicked in, and I was just like, oh, I'm not prepared for this. They're gonna have a great time. <laughs> That's awesome. We had so much fun. Always did. Uh, yeah, I, I, that was that was the best thing. Uh, of, that was the highlight of that year easily. Uh, Aww. Uh, because awesome. that year, the rest of that year pretty much sucked, but that was great. Uh, and, and, and the, if anything, it was just like, okay, so like, uh, there's my family out here, which is, man, you know, but then there's my family out in California, which is like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, after that visit, I mean, we haven't really disclosed it, but we're planning something else for like all of y'all to come out to the West and do some crazy stuff. But unfortunately, uh, some stuff got in the way of that, but hopefully yeah, we're able done. to make that yeah. happen. The, the old ninja virus kicked in, and we're all <laughs> fucked right now. <laughs> yeah, I went to Wuhan. Ate me a bad day. My bad. Uh, I've got a, I've got to trade gumbo recipes up in there. Oh my god! Oh, yeah. These two, 
So Prodigy and Stitch have been ducking on some gumbo. When you put Matt up in there, it's going to be... Yeah, Matt's going to Matt's going to No, no, no. Here's how we do it. Here's how we do it. Is uh, we have to come up with some kind of contest, and I help whoever wins the contest. Mm. So you guys are actually competing for my assistance on your game. Yeah, I'm I'm cool with that. I'm all I for it. All the time, you know, it's like the, uh, the the whatever challenge, and then right. if you win the challenge, then you get the expert chef for the right. main dish. Yeah. No, no, no. I need to have like the the top chef fucking compete against you guys. Can y'all uh -oh. see blue, or did he fucking? He turned it. Uh, he might have yacked, so he turned yeah, off. I like, really yeah. If I turn my camera on, this is what I'm doing right now. I am. Literally, like laying down on my fucking table. <laughs> uh, uh huh. But, but why are you watching the silhouette I'm challenge on your phone? Oh, why you why you gotta put him out there? He can watch I'm what he saying. wants. I'm just saying. 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 i in terms of having their significant others roll in for the 300. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, Kim actually fuck all of y'all. So I'm trying to live. I'm trying to live and survive. I've already been accused of not liking black women. Y'all trying to get me fucking dead. Oh, that was pretty funny. Like, uh, so, I, I gotta... I did bring my bitch over even if you saw her licking my face. Oh, yeah, I saw that. <laughs> that German shit? Yes, that's what, what's what's that one's name? That's that was Nelly because Anya got put down last year. Yeah, oh, wow. I, I, that that hurt my heart so bad. Like, oh, that was, I, I never cried uh, more than anything. That was like, I, I can't. That was hard. I can't, that was harder than my divorce. Oh, <laughs> oh, I, I can't imagine. Mistake. Or whatever. When I when I saw that, I was like, you gotta be fucking kidding me. And I just like. Looked at Magneto and I was just like, "Oh my God, no! It's happening the soon." One that I brought out when we went to uh, over by your hometown and drank all night with my dog. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Anya's been in my house. So, like we've we've gone out drinking with Anya. Anya's, and I loved her yeah. mask. Like she had that that like it was like a oh, red mask. Like, yeah, yeah. I, I loved Anya. Anya was awesome ass German Shepherd. That was my loyal BFF. Yeah, I, I'm the mess. Like I, you're not gonna. If you don't see me post anything for like a month, you'll be like, "Yo, what happened with with uh, Stitch and Magnino?" Because I'm be, I'm be, it's gonna be bad days. Bad days. Yeah, bad days. I hear you. Uh, so, I got a question for our guest. Uh, this is a question that we asked ourselves a couple weeks ago. But uh, what is your top three most anticipated either games or movies? I guess everybody else would be movies. Matt, you can answer games if you want. Uh, let's start with uh, Devil Tank. You, what are you looking for? Top three like movies you're looking forward to in 2021. Uh, Is he still with us? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's thinking, him. man. Let him think. Yeah. Damn. I mean, one I, that pops right off my head uh, that I've been wanting to watch is, is I've been wanting to watch it for a while is the uh, Black Widow movie. Ha! So whenever that oh. uh, actually <laughs> comes out, um, the Dune was uh, really, really. Um, exciting for me, and uh, I would say The Matrix Four or uh, Godzilla versus Kong, Ooh, the ones I'm nice. looking forward to right now. 
Very nice. Uh, Mr. X, what you got? Oh, man. Matrix, definitely. Uh, Ghostbusters, maybe? Okay. Oh, I forgot about that. The reboot? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's not really a reboot, though. I heard it was a sequel. Yeah, it's supposed to be a sequel. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> so if it's a sequel, yeah, but the reboot, I don't want to see another reboot because the last reboot was terrible. <laughs> And uh, kind of excited about Mortal Kombat. Oh, that's a yes. sleeper. That's a sleeper. I keep forgetting about Mortal Kombat. It's gonna be so good. Uh, so we'll start with Becky from Prereq. What's your top three movies you got? You're anticipating, or do you even care? <laughs> uh, I I do love movies. Um, I'm just trying to. I have a really terrible memory, so I'm trying to remember things that are actually coming out. She has to write them down. I do. She has to write them down. <laughs> I want to watch. Yeah, it's real bad. Um, but uh, I will agree with Dune, because I am actually reading Dune for the first time right now. Oh, so Yeah, I was not kidding when I said she will no longer look at me crazy when I yell the spice must flow while cooking. <laughs> <laughs> I will do that. Uh, that's awesome. Uh, yep. That's about all I got. I mean, Ghostbusters. <laughs> like other things, people have already said. I Ghostbusters mean, she, looks cool. She's still hoping for a Gremlins remake. Hey, we are too. Yes. Like, yeah. uh, there's a possibility that Gremlins might turn into a TV series, so we'll see. Oh. Think animated. animated. That too. They should pull a Cobra Kai with it and bring Zach Galligan back. Oh, I'd be so, I'd be, I'd be down. I'm down. And like, TV put that on Netflix. Do a Gremlins show. I don't I'll, know, but if, it. if it's live action, I'm gonna need puppets. I don't want CG. <laughs> okay. Agreed. I'm with you. Did you did you guys read Ready Player Two? And if you did, what are your guys' thoughts on it? Because I know that seems like something you might have. I've ne- I haven't read even Ready Player One yet. Oh, okay. Uh, Not yet. I, I, Mr. Oh, X, when you read it, what did you think? I the did read it, or I listened to it. I listened to Will Wheaton whisper in my ear. Um, <laughs> <laughs> That's a curse. It was It was good. Uh, it was good I don't think it would make a good movie. Oh, no. Okay. Um, I agree. Especially, especially since you know, all the copyrights are probably not going to be able to get to make a decent movie out of it, and, like, what they did to the first movie was terrible. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I, I was excited. I, 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 it wasn't as good as the first book, obviously, but it was good. It was, it was entertaining. Um, but I just don't think that they should make a movie out of it. I mean, I don't know. I mean, I think Ready Player One was a good movie if you didn't read the book. Oh, okay. Makes but sense. since you if, you if you read the book and then try to watch the movie based off the book, I I think you would be disappointed. At least I was. It, isn't that always the case? <laughs> but, yeah, I guess. But I just think because of all the all the nostalgia and everything that people are hoping for out of the movie, like you I mean, you can't get all those copyrights. You know, just be too expensive. The issue is always that movies are trying to be books. Like the yeah. best thing about adaptation is that it's a different medium. Let it be a different medium. Like making a movie and changing whatever the story was in the book doesn't change what the book was. So who cares? 
So which is why I don't under, I I don't understand people who fight for things to be like super beholden to a book anyway. Yeah, yeah for the same way with, with comic book movies. I'm just like I I understand the source material, and I love the source material, and I understand if like that is your foundation of whatever it is that you're putting in the movie. I have no problems if you want to edit and change stuff to make it more appealing onto a big screen. Right, because just what the, works in a book doesn't necessarily work in a movie. The mm-hmm. best. To me, the best adaptation, this is what I want to see fucking more of, is the whole video game to TV series thing. And I realized that The Witcher was like a book as well, but let's be very honest, the games are what made it an international uh, IP that was a blockbuster. And I, I, I'll even say for the Castlevania stuff, uh, which is animated, going from video game and then expanding the lore into... Uh, a TV series, whether animated or live action, that's the jam. That's the the secret sauce. I want to see much fucking more of that shit. Um, uh, Devil Tank, did you read Ready Player Two? I bought it the moment you guys mentioned it. Like as you guys were talking about it, and like <laughs> Damn. even bringing it up, I got on my Amazon. I bought the hard copy for my son. Mm. Um, he read the first one. Um, kind of gave me the overview of the differences. As we're sitting there watching the movie between the book and the movie, but like I enjoyed the movie, but I I agree um, that I guess if you read the book and watched the movie, you're going to be a little bit disappointed, you're going to be a little bit let down. But uh, yeah, my did, son has already read it. All right. Did he uh, like? Did he like it compared to the movie? Like, what was your son's impressions on 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 the uh, movie book? Uh, he liked the book a lot more just because it got more into detail um, on certain things or like if they changed something um, on the movie he would just kind of uh, like shoot it down on um, the differences between the movie and the uh, book he liked the book a whole lot more but he tends to like books anyways I mean we buy them I mean I, I don't know how many freaking books he has different <laughs> series. Um, we just constantly buy him books. That's just one of the things he likes to do is just get uh, this kind of fly away in, in books. So the moment I found out that Ready Player Two was out, um, I bought it immediately and, and gave it to him. Right on. Uh, I, I have to agree with Matt, though, uh, with the book and the film being two different mediums, especially when, in the case of Ready Player One, the author of the book co-wrote the screenplay of the film and the things that he wanted to change went through him and he made that a reality for the film so a lot of people that were complaining i'm like the guy that wrote the book he they ran changes through him or he ran changes through them and by you know vice versa so, so with that was like the, the screenwriter from the movie i mean i mean he wants things to be certain way but like there's pretty sure i'm pretty sure the things that the studio was like okay this shit can't fucking happen because there are copyright issues with that possibly well, like I said, don't get me wrong, it was a good movie. I enjoyed the movie, but like I said, if you read the book and then you tried to watch the movie, expecting it to represent what was in the book, then yeah, I think you'd be disappointed. Yeah, right. I get that. No. I, think, I think Kubrick's The Shining is like the perfect example of like what an adaptation should be, mm-hmm. which is like, it doesn't have to be the book at all. Like, it can be just like the bare minimum to say it's connected, and like, who gives a shit if Stephen King didn't like it? It's Kubrick's movie. It's not Stephen King's book. Stephen mm-hmm. King's book remains unchanged, you know? Mm-hmm. So, like, time. the argument that, like, like whenever people start to be like, well, the book had this in it, and then the movie had this in it, it's like, well, but 
it's not a, it's not the book is still fine like the book is like nothing happened to the book the movie is its own thing let it be its own thing but i think that also requires more courage on the t- on the the people who like write the adaptations and make the adaptations to real quick example like, real quick to, like do their cover of something you know real real quick example of something that nobody in the nerd world fucking complained about at all was the lord of the ring trilogy obviously oh, everybody re- yeah, really? I I think I think as a whole, people love these movies. I think the trilogy is beloved. Sure, but I think I, I think no one read the book until they saw. I mean, you got your diehards that read the book, but I think a lot of people read the book after they saw the movie. Mm-hmm. I was bartending once, and uh, I this guy came in, and um, uh, he was like, "What do you you know?" We were just talking. He's like, "What are you doing this weekend?" I'm like, "Oh, me and my friends are going to watch the Lord of the Rings trilogy." He goes, "You watch that crap?" Now, and I wow. thought this is like this big construction worker dude, and I thought he was about to say like, "Those are sissy movies" or something like that, but he literally was like, "I do not agree with them taking Tom Bombadil out of the books. I do oh, not yeah. agree. Yep. Like, I do not agree with like what they did to like, uh, like, I can't remember the elf's name who uh, Arwen replaced, but, uh, oh. but it's just like." He he was like vehemently opposed to the movies because of the things they took out because those were his preciouses I guess and uh, <laughs> and uh, but like me like I I've read the Silmarillion like I've gone deep into that stuff and like I was fine with it but I think it's more because I wasn't expecting the books like if you're gonna it would be it would be a nine se- a season exactly fifty thousand episode television series if you were to cover which they are making. Which they oh, are they're doing a prequel, like a yeah, second but, age. Yeah, mm-hmm. but well, I'm all Numenor, I guess. I'm that's I'm saying right. in general, maybe there's some outliers, but in general, it seems like most people love that fucking trilogy. And I, I'm someone who did read the book as a books as a kid. I actually think the movies are on par, if not better. But that's just my take. Well, this well, goes back to what the original question about what we're looking forward to. If I can say TV shows. Yeah. Uh, oh, sure. I'm definitely looking forward to the Lord of the Rings series and the Wheel of Time. Oh, and, I forgot about the Wheel of Time. And the Wheel of Time is such a great epic book series, but it's like, you know, I'm not expecting them to do 14 books worth of like material ever. Right. Like, and they've art, and and one of the things I think I respect about that is they've come right out right from the beginning and be like, some stuff's gonna change and like. You know, uh, Tom Maryland doesn't have a harp anymore. He has a guitar. And it's like, of course. Yeah, fine. <laughs> An actor playing a harp in a television series and singing along to it would be weird. Oh, yeah. <laughs> something we kind of are used to seeing that with. So I get it. So, uh, Real quick. just those two. You got a third one that you're uh, looking forward to there, Matt? <laughs> um, I guess we'd have to talk about the movies then. And, uh,. <laughs> I, I, I'm kind of looking forward to see what they do with this Uncharted movie, if that's still oh, coming up. Yeah. Whoa, really? Ooh. Yeah. I mean, sure. Come <laughs> on. Well, I, Wait, I mean, hold on. I think Uncharted Marky, would be a better movie Marky than Mark, it, so. Marky Mark as Sully got you excited. I mean... <laughs> Wait, what? Is that yeah. real? That's yeah. Marky Mark is so, Sully. Originally, Marky Mark, or Mark Wahlberg, he was, uh, he was casted to be Nathan Drake. Time went on, he stayed on as producer, and then he switched out roles to be Sully, and they got Tom Holland to be Nathan. Are you trying to say Mark Wahlberg is a bad actor? Like, what are you trying to say? 
What? No. <laughs> no, no, I'm, I'm not asking you. I'm asking Prodigy because he. I mean, I, the I'm saying. Awesome. I, I'm saying uh, Mark Wahlberg is good being Mark Wahlberg. I don't believe him as a reliable Sully. That seems. This seems suspect as fuck to me. Yeah, I don't like it. Right. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm not, I, even, I'm not even hating on your boy Tom. I, you I'm just, hating. You just I'm hating on Sully. List. Things like, I, I mean, God, like there are so many other better choices for Sully. Exactly. So the the dude from Avatar, the dude from Avatar who got into the mech with the gray hair. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. So uh, wait, are you referring to the little fan made film, uh, like 2015, I think, or no, maybe 2017, where Nathan Fillion plays Nathan Drake, and then they had um, uh, Lang, I forget his last. Uh, Avatar, he played Sully. And it was just that like, oh shit, it's like 15 minutes you can watch on YouTube. Or just type in uh, Nathan Drake plays Nathan Philly. And it's actually pretty pretty interesting. Now, there's not even a trailer out. So, you know, I'm not hardcore, hardcore like saying this is going to be the worst thing ever. But I, I don't like Marky Marcus Sully. But no, I'm sorry. I, I, I jumped over Matt. Go ahead. No, I, I, I agree with you. I think that's a bad choice. Yeah, yeah that's good to know. That's that's a terrible <laughs> choice. Uh, Stephen Lang well, is named, by the way, from Avatar. Yeah, and Lang, the little... yeah. okay, but he would be too old for uh, the the Tom Holland aged Nathan, Nathan Drake. Drake. But like, I mean, geez, there's definitely other people that you could use. Uh, yeah, I think Clancy Brown would have been a pretty good Sully. Clancy Brown would have been a good one. Um, uh, God, names are escaping me right now. It's <laughs> yeah, just a flash of faces, and it's like shape shifting. Um, <laughs> it's all good. You know what, yeah. Jake Busey? Really? Oh, I think Jake Busey would be an excellent Sully because Jake Busey always brings it, man. He does. Like. Even if the movie's bad, Jake Busey's bringing it. Like he—that's the one quality he got from his dad that is a benefit for him. It's the fact I mean, that mo- like he always gives it a hundred percent. If money ain't a thing, then bring fucking Tom Hanks up in that motherfucker. Uh, I don't, yeah, I don't think Tom Hanks is the right fit for that. Even Jake—I mean, I've seen Jake Busey because he's in um, Agents of Shield. He's in like yeah. the last two seasons or whatnot. I actually think he might be too young for the role, actually. To be honest with you. It's, I mean, it's, I, it's I, weird I, because Tom Holland, Tom Holland just, is like perpetually looking like he's 12. Or yeah. <laughs> and I'm just thinking we're a long way from Starship Troopers. Uh-huh. For some reason, like his character in Starship Troopers made me be like, I could see that guy becoming Sully. Like that character, like aged out and carried down a, a I mean, I guess oh, that character would end up being a fascist according to the the, the Starship Troopers logic. Yeah, actually, I got I got one for you. You know who'd be a great Sully is uh, Bill Murray. Bill Murray as Sully would have. I think that would have. Yeah. If you were doing, I would love that, but he's he's, he's still thinking. And I don't like you know what? If you want to go big, game, uh, Matthew yeah, McConaughey. Uh, or not Matthew McConaughey. Uh, the dude from Zombie Fuck. Woody Harrelson. Oh, Woody Harrelson. Yeah. Okay. I 
I'm with you on that. Woody Harrelson just yeah. make his hair white and uh, right. Maybe little little poundage, and he'd be an interesting Sully. I think that would that would work. I can yeah, see that. He's the guy who would break something. James Woods. There you go. Ooh. He'd be wild with Yeah, it. he's right. He's right around that age. He'd have that cockiness. Yeah. I think or, that would uh, work as well. The man or uh, 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 crap. The guy who played the man in black at Westworld. Um, oh, 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 and, uh, Ed. Ed O'Neill? No, Ed not Ed O'Neill. No, no, it's, no it's Ed, not Harris. Ed Harris. Ed Harris. Ed Harris. Yeah. Ed Harris. Uh, Michael yeah. Bean. Somebody dragged Michael Bean's ass out of retirement. Hey, I mean, Michael Bean's in. If you've seen The Mandalorian, you already know he's. he's oh, I haven't watched it yet. Uh, you, you know what? Shut your mouth up. I mean, I'll say this: even bringing Nathan Fillion as Sully, I wouldn't be terribly mad at. No. Okay, that's, that's, that could work. that's actually not too bad, actually. You know, we all wanted him twelve years ago, but yeah, you know, to be he, he fucking aged out, you know, in a lot of ways. But he's he's you been doing what? some other fun stuff. Nolan North. Mm. So how how often does no, Nolan North do like live action? Because most of the time he does voiceover, doesn't he? He does. Uh, from what I understand, he mostly does voiceover now because he's like his kids and stuff, and he's trying to be like really in their lives. That's, mm. that's what he says. On, <laughs> that's what he says on his internet show. Okay, but on uh, uh, what's that? Instant or retro, retro replay. replay? Yeah, retro replay. Oh, okay. What about Brian Cranston? Oh, that could be um, interesting. That could be interesting. That, he, I'm trying to think. He was in something not that long. He's in that um, that show. I haven't watched it yet. Where he's like this judge or a lawyer, where his son is on does some dirt. Um. It's something on Netflix where I've heard a lot of people talk about it. It's oh. really, really good, and it like takes place in like New Orleans. But I have not got a chance to watch it. Oh, I know what you're talking about. Talking about it. It's like um, the the mom is like celebrity too. The son like kills somebody, and like he's a judge, yeah. and he's like trying to pull these strings to try to like help his son. Oh, oh um, Judah Roberts is in it too, right? I haven't watched it yet, so I don't, I don't know who's in it, but I've heard lots of people talk about it. I just haven't got a chance to like physically watch it yet, but I've heard yeah, a lot of people about it. Uh, yeah, I can see maybe. <laughs> what it about up. like yeah. Ian Wait, who is that? It's called Ian Your McShane. Honor. Um, yeah, For Honor. That's what it is. For Honor. I don't know about Ian McShane. I don't, I don't know if that's a good. A good fit for him. I mean, Al Swearingen and Deadwood kind of is Sully. It pretty much, pretty much. I could, I, I do love that. Oh, so are you guys on it? Are you guys on this bullshit that you think Deadpool's actually not going to be rated, rated R? Like, probably. Oh, here we go. Here we go. I don't here think go. that's gonna happen. <laughs> <laughs> wait, so I think wait. it'll be rated R because they have nothing to lose by making it rated R. Because they already proved they can make a PG-13 cut of a rated R movie and make money off that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, like, Having basically, rated R movies are just going to become hardcore porn and PG-13 softcore <laughs> porn. And so, basically, we're just going to keep making rated... We can start making rated R movies now. We just got to cut out all the penetration shots for the kiddies. <laughs> and these penetration shots are just F-words and boobs and stuff. Well, Deadpool penetration was bullets going through the skin. Yeah, mm-hmm. but still, you could cut that stuff out and, like, I don't know. I think it's dumb, 
I think the whole rating movie rating system is dumb. I agree. I think no one should be policing what you want to watch. I grew up on rated R movies. My parents didn't care. Yeah, me too. Like, yeah, I'm fine. So you, so you guys both snuck into show, Showgirls? <laughs> I, I, I didn't see it until last year. Yeah, I didn't uh, see it until last year. We had the pandemic. Oh. When quarantine hit, I was like, well, we could finally watch movies that I would never, ever let us watch because they're just not worth our time. <laughs> and then we put on Showgirls, and I changed my mind about it. Wow. <laughs> okay. It's kind of a Showgirl brilliant movie. Uh, so you actually watched it without fast forwarding it then? Yeah. Uh. Yeah, yeah exactly. I said to. I sat through maybe up until the sexual assault scene, and then I was like, ah, I don't know if I can well, watch any more of this. I watched the director's cut, I will say that. Oh, because I oh. do like Paul Verhoeven a lot. And so oh. I watched it, and his movies are always real clever and have a dark sense of humor. So once I like really watched it, and I, I, did, I turned on the subtitles too, so I could kind of make sure I was getting all the dialogue. And there's some funny shit in between the boobs. Well, there's there some funny shit. But like, when you watch it in the right lens, you realize that things like that people always make fun of, like the pool sex scene, like when you realize it's like it's an exaggeration for the purpose of making that statement about like, A, she's basically being a, a whore at that point. She's basically selling her body. and But B, also as an audience, we're being voyeuristic and everything in movies is always kind of turned up to the hyper reality. So yeah. it's like it's meant to be a sex scene that is not really that sexy. I watched one episode of the new Saved by the Bell reboot or whatever reclass thing that they made, and I just couldn't watch it the same way when they showed <laughs> in there. As uh, going back to Deadpool, Berkeley as Jesse, I love I love her uh, in, in some ways. I mean, she was pretty bad back in the day. But going back to Deadpool, I just first of all, I'm looking forward to Deadpool three. Don't get it fucking twisted. But I feel like there's going to be one way or another some level of shenanigans for the theatrical release under the traditional banner of, you know how you see that that crawler with MCU, with Iron Man and Captain America and all that? Something is going to change for it to be a rated R in the theater is my take right now. I really do think I would agree on that, but I think Ryan Reynolds has already put his foot, like, in the sand like even before this in terms of like if if it's something that like i'm not down for like i'm not gonna do it and i think that he knows that this is his fucking supreme cash cow and like people love him for it even when we go back like years ago when the it leaked about the the deadpool the deadpool uh trailer or whatever that, that came out and people loved it like they, they're not going to want to see deadpool nerf and I think that would potentially ruin his career. But there's or whatever there's... if he just like completely sold out that character. I mean, I love Ryan Reynolds. He's he's funny in in certain aspects, but he knows that this is the role that he just happened to be born into. Yep. And I think that he would know that if he fucked this up, the 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 nerd community would not let, ever let him live it down. But there's so many loopholes. I, I just want to say this really quickly. There, there's so many loopholes that I think that the nerd community would look the other way if, for whatever reason, they did a um, a sub-fucking-streaming thing or, or, or uh, 
uh, direct-to-DVD or direct streaming release of the true version later on. Uh, or, or, you know, director's cut <laughs> okay. that would be an R. I feel like there's a way to go around it or release it with both the PG-13 version and a R version, like technically they did for Deadpool 2. And that's what they'll do. And that's what they'll do because they literally lose nothing by cutting out, like, what, two minutes Uh of a movie in terms Uh of actual content? Uh Yay! Hey, guys! (laughs) Wait, I need confetti. Hey! So, for listening to this video audio, the infamous K-Mac has just joined our three hundred. alive. Barely. <laughs> Barely. So I'm here to um, shut this shit down. Oh. <laughs> I'm going to turn okay. everything off. I need to turn everything off. I need to. He is not feeling well. So I'm going to take care of him. And this is going to end. And this is how it's going to end. Happy 300th. Okay. Happy 300th. <laughs> um, thank you for that, K-Mac. And, um, I don't know how to shut everything down, though, so that's going to be fun. Just turn it off. There you go. Just like... The yeah, there you go. <laughs> Pull the plug. Yeah. Pull the uh, plug. <laughs> for, like... Blue, do you have any technical advice for her? Blue, real real quick. he's dead. Oh, my God, his yeah, video's off. That's why he didn't answer his phone. I think he's dead, too. Um, yeah, how do you I'm shut everything we'll down? We'll lose the live stream. What is that? Right. Turn the Wi-Fi off? Say that again. What did he say? Oh, and you probably so click uh, end stream. No. <laughs> well, <laughs> guide me here, please. Yes, you can click. The, if, we, if we're shutting it down. Yeah, sorry. Happy three hundred. Yeah. We're gonna get off so you can figure this out. Bye guys. Sorry to be the uh, party pooper here. (laughs) Please, some technical person, stay on the phone so I can uh, shut it all down. This will be fun in the recording for tomorrow when you listen to it. Blue blue and old ninja. Blue and old ninja too. Yeah. Thanks. Sorry guys. Blue's kind of slightly space. Yet many questions remain unanswered.